Hey, listener, thanks for pressing play this week on the Jock and Nerd podcast. It's our San Diego Comic-Con 2019 News Roundup. Geek Boner. We break down the huge Marvel Studios Phase 4 slate and discuss the Terminator Dark Fate panel, all the trailers, the Arrowverse crossover, and a whole bunch more. All in this special San Diego Comic-Con edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Tuesday, July 23rd, 2019. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock it. Be nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock it. Be nerded. Spoiler alert. Hello, what's up, listener? Thank you for joining us. And welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And over there in the corner... There's a felty that's been banned from every major comic book convention and theme park. Of course, it's Rugboy. How's it going, Rugs? How you feeling? I'm worthy to wield Mjolnir. Are you? You are worthy. Everyone's worthy. Yes. Captain America's worthy. Felty Thor. We're getting Felty Thor in Phase 4. No, that's not yes. happening. That's what should happen. Thor, and then followed up <laughs> immediately by Felty Thor. I think we need... And then you got Frog Thor. It all makes sense. Why Ooh. not? Everyone can be Thor. Anthony, can you be Thor? No, I'm Shang-Chi. I'm Thor right now after this CrossFit. I just did CrossFit. No, you're you Shang-Chi. You did CrossFit? No, I'm kidding. Oh. You haven't make... done CrossFit in years. Yeah, Holy like six shit. Years. I was like, what happened to Imran? <laughs> He's trying to do an impersonation of me, but his voice doesn't change I'm when sorry, he does impersonations. I, I, meant, I meant to say I thought about doing CrossFit. I thought Did about you CrossFit. do an Anthony impression? Uh, no, we tried that. It's very hard. There's no way for me to be that laid back and just unexcited. Oh. <laughs> it's very hard. This is it's as excited. I'm pumped. See how excited? Yeah, me yeah. too. That it's like it's too much excitement. But can you do any impressions? <laughs> I can do impressions. Can you? Yeah. Do no. one. Krusty the Clown. <laughs> Hello. I don't know. That's just your voice. Yes, it's just me. <laughs> it's just like Rugs is really good Stanley impression. It's just yeah, it's just my voice. Uh, okay. uh, I just sound like Stanley. <laughs> well, listen, guys, we're here because it is one of my favorite shows to do. Every year. One of your favorite shows. Oh, this particular show. This particular show every year. And one of the reasons I love having a podcast is our San Diego Comic-Con News Roundup show. And oh boy, geek boner. There's a lot to dig into. But before we do that, I have a surprise. I have some surprise audio. We're going to play Guess That Voice. You guys, see if you can guess who this is. Imran Javid. Now listen here, bitches. You say you're looking for a podcast about comic books and TV and movies, but you don't know where to go? Well, stop whining and tune into the Jock and Nerd podcast. These are the only guys you'll ever need. They're jockey, they're nerdy, and they're bitches like you. (laughs) So keep it on the Jock and Nerd podcast. You can run, but you can't hide, bitch. Is this the InfoWars guy? That is not Alex Jones. Uh, Anthony, who's your guess? Who do you think that is? This is going to be very anticlimactic because you guys aren't going to get this. Uh, I mean, I I was thinking some sort of pro wrestler. Uh, That's interesting that you said that. I think Ruggs also was leading that way. No, listen, if you are a Rick and Morty fan, you will know that this is none other than super huge voice actor Jess Harnell, who plays Scary Terry 
on Rick and Morty. Geek Mooners. And Scary Terry's like their uh, Freddy the Krueger character in the show. But this guy, also the original voice for Wacko on the Animaniacs. He voiced Ironhide in the Transformers movies. He's oh. been the voice of America's Funniest Home Videos announcer since like 1999. Uh, and he's the voice of Crash Bandicoot in the video games. He's done shitloads of cartoon voice work. Uh, and our special Santa Claus got that for us. So Ooh. kind of anticlimactic because we're not huge Rick and Morty fans. I, I like guess. Rick and Morty, but I mean, I just didn't catch his voice. He, sounded, he just sounded like very, very like he was cutting a promo. I like the promo. The promo is great. Scary yeah. Terry says bitches a lot. That's the gag. Oh, bitches. What's up, bitches? Uh, but that was awesome. And so we now we have a new promo. Thank you very much. Let's get in to the geek news. <laughs> The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Hey, Nerd. Yes, Jock? <laughs> I had a couple things, remember? Yes, what do, you, what do you got? I had three things on my mind. Okay, what do you got? Just to start the show, because we're not going to get to these at any point during the show. <laughs> All right, get it out of the way. Number one, yeah. I apologize for my lack of preparation last week, more so than usual. We were talking about movies, TV shows, it's or TV, TV shows. I didn't know shit about what the hell we were talking about, and I had nothing to contribute. So that's number one. Number two, um, I find it pretty interesting leading up to Marvel, like all the Marvel stuff in Rotten Tomatoes, that everyone's saying Disney was paying Rotten Tomatoes to like give them good ratings. Yeah. Um, but yet the last three Disney movies were certified Rotten yes. Rotten Tomatoes. So that's point number two. You'd think they would pay, if they were actually paying Rotten Tomatoes. They'd pay for their flagship movies. Well, to be so let me fresh. put this number out there. Lion King remake, 58%, uh, opens to $192 million. Well, it, made, it made money. And it got, it got, it yes. got certified rotten, along with Dumbo and Aladdin. Yes, but are these movies critics proof? Critic proof, possibly. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Third point um, I had a spinoff show with Terry Schilling. And he inspired me to start watching Big Mouth on Netflix. Oh, Big Mouth's hilarious. I'm quite enjoying it. So that's all I got. Was there two uh, seasons of Big Mouth? There's a third season, I think. I cannot out. watch it. You didn't like it? No, I just it was like, this is about like like 13-year-old kids whacking off. And I was like, you can only do this in animation. If you were to do this in any other way, it would be disgusting. But that's how you think. That's how I, 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 do, I can kind of relate to some of the stuff. No, I can also I mean, hear myself. I think that right like now. little kids, I think that kids do think like this, but I just think that I was like, I don't even want to go there and start and in, in, in enjoy this because I feel like it's weird. <laughs> I, I, I am enjoying some of the side comments. I mean, are to remind me of family guys. Yeah, yeah. Simpsons type, but it's shockingly vulgar for a cartoon. You know, Very vulgar. I love the hormone monster and the girl's talking to her vagina. It's hilarious. Come on. Who doesn't love that? That's really funny. Oh, there, shit. there's a line where they're like, you got to sit in the back with the cool kids. All, all the couples sit in the back along with the uh, disabled kid. And they like raise the disabled kid to the back of the bus. And then he just mouths. I used to be able to walk until they gave me a vaccine shot. That's the stuff I like. So big mouth that's is, all I got. is very good. This guy, Jess Harnell, Jess Harnell. Uh, did the voice of Dwayne the Rock Johnson in Big Mouth uh, in the episode "Am I Gay?" Oh right, yeah. So I also enjoy it that it's just all ad- together. I also just enjoy that it's all adults doing kids' voices. Yes, uh, Mulaney's on there. It's a great. It's it's very vulgar. It's a fun. It's a fun yeah. Netflix show. It's the reason Netflix exists, so you can have vulgar ass fucking cartoons on. 
and get away I with like it. vulgar cartoons. I just thought that this was, it creeped me out when I was watching it. I was like, I can't watch this. I, I gave up on it. They're tripping over pubic hairs. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. I can't remember the last one I watched, but I, I was I was into like at least six episodes. It has least. heart though, too. Like the characters grow. And it's I, like I'm two episodes in and I'm literally rolling every, every two I'm seconds. I'm glad now. you're checking it out. Big Mouth it was either that or Love, Death, and Robots. So. Oh, you should watch that, too. That's very good. I know. Watch that afterwards. Uh, all right. That's a very good addendum to the San Diego Comic-Con news, Anthony. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> Listen, this is uh, San Diego Comic-Con 50, the 50th year. Whoa, really? They, yes. This is the 50th anniversary of San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, Anthony, you were there, what, in like 2011? 2011, yeah. So you're the ones who've been to this out of all of us. Uh, this is Geek Mecca, people, and I've been to Real Mecca. And let me tell you, there's not nearly as many comic book announcements in Real Mecca, and everyone's cosplaying. Does it smell just as bad it's, in Real no, Mecca? No, it smells like the desert, and everyone's cosplaying as the dude from Prince of Persia. I don't, mm. I don't, uh, I don't know. But uh, this Geek Mecca, this is more by speed, uh, and also possibly the most anticipated Marvel Hall H in years. Would you guys agree with that? Since they skipped last year. Do you think that uh, people get offended that Mecca is in Mecca, Lecca, High, Mecca, Heine, Ho? No, but that's only in Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh. That's only like, a- I mean, what about in Mecca, Godzilla? <laughs> oh, that Mecca. Where's Godzilla Mecca? That's oh, that, that. As a kid, I always thought it was Mega Godzilla. Yeah. I didn't realize it was Mecca until much later. The Arabs are yeah. like, stop appropriating our culture, you <laughs> motherfuckers. Stop saying that word I'll with your you. things. <laughs> Uh, it's not a robot. It's not a robot. Is this the most anticipated? I don't know if this was the most anticipated. I think this one was the one where a lot of people didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, and I think that's why it was like the most uh, anticipated because we had no idea, really. It was kind of like the reverse of what happened last time. Like Marvel bowed out and then DC you yep, know, yep. did this big you know, show and dance, whatever. Song and dance. Show and dance. I'm just making up my shit. <laughs> show um, and show and dance. Yeah. yeah. So then I say dance. DC like like said fuck it, and then Marvel like came in and like did everything. Well, Marvel does it better. Clearly, they know how to put on a show. Just yeah, sheer... they freaking they launched a lot of shit, dude. Phase four announced. Kevin Feige announces the whole Phase four, and if you watch the highlights, you watch the clips. The sheer star power just that just keeps showing up on the stage with every announcement is just stunning. You're like, holy fuck. All these people are here. So phase four will take the next two years, take us through the next two years, consists of 10 properties, five movies, and five uh, Disney Plus streaming series that now this is multi-platform storytelling. Uh, unlike anybody has given us. these can, are, we, can we do opening thoughts on all this? Yes, we will go. Before we dive into we're the movies dive into and shows. Every single one and give you our comments. But opening thoughts, looking at the slate of weird and colorful logos. What is your opening thought, Anthony? Uh, three things. One, this finally puts to bed that all those other TV shows are not part of the MCU canon. Because uh, they've never acknowledged TV shows up until this point. So yep, that's this that. is official. These TV shows count. These TV shows count. Those don't. Those don't. There's another reason we'll get to why they completely said these that, yeah. count. Yeah. Um, number two, I liked this for two reasons. Number one, obviously very diverse. I'm in, I'm a big fan of that. Yep. Ca- casting was crazy diverse. Very international. Yes. But the other reason is not because it's necessarily different, but. I legitimately don't really follow all of these characters all that closely other than Thor. Yeah. And even Thor's, you know, was 
a top tier character for me. Yep. So I legitimately have no idea what's going to happen moving forward. So that excites me. It's just the the possibility of I don't know. Yeah. Just who knows where this is going to go? I don't know. I don't have the set storylines in mind of where this could go. So I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. This Bru- is Marvel's try it out phase. It seems. I like. mean, this is like a reset. This is like volume two of the MCU. Like more than phase four. It's like another phase four one. Uh, Rugs after yeah. eleven movies. Uh, I'm sorry, eleven years, twenty three movies. They come out, and you have no Robert Downey Jr., no Chris Evans. Uh, you know, no. Uh, uh, those that star power is not there. And now we are looking at a really even more kind of obscure characters and uh, coming to the big and little screen. What are your thoughts on this slate? To be honest with you, I like was very underwhelmed. Um, I mean, most of it's t- a lot of it's TV stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, which half, is half and half, half. which, which is five. like I have no idea. Like, it's really like up in the air what this TV shit's gonna be, like how good it's gonna be. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping that it's like Game of Thrones level or or beyond. I think it will be or like Westworld or something only like that. Six to eight episode season, so they're not right. gonna be really long. So I'm hoping that it's going to be like right now. I don't know what I'm getting. It's a lot of like I don't know because it's like. The only one that I really know what I'm getting is probably going to be Thor and uh, and Black Widow. Yeah, it's um, pretty safe. Yeah, uh, everything else. Doctor Strange, you probably know what you're getting too. But everything else is new. Everything else is like a Guardians of the Galaxy. It's going to roll the dice. Are you good? everybody going to love this? Or yep, everybody going to yep. like be like, eh? But I think that Disney's not going to lose money. Like yeah. I said, like like they're they're review proof. They're critic proof. They always proof. score yep. big, pretty big. Yep. So. People are going to be in for this, but I wasn't like when I think Anthony texted like all the the headlines, yeah. And I was like, they got to be like punking us. None of this was real. I was like, this is all sounds like a joke. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm not really that excited. I'm like, there's not. I mean, the Eternals is the only thing I think that has like potential to like surprise me. Maybe, yeah. Um, Doctor Strange. I'm like optimistic about black widow woman optimistic about and thor i know the story with jane foster she gets cancer and then she becomes a thor for a while and then she ultimately dies of cancer so i know like that storyline so i don't know if they're gonna do that if it's gonna be a romantic comedy a switch body switchy movie thing but i don't know i feel like thor's gonna be a comedy so i'm already like clocked out of that (laughs) like okay it's not gonna be like a real like movie that's gonna change my life a Black Widow could be an all-action yeah, Russo Brothers yeah, yeah. type thing. I don't yeah. know who's directing that, but it's yeah. not the Russo Brothers. So uh, look, I have no idea. I have no idea what the directing of this movie. We will get into all the directors. Right. So I, I'm I'm very like very cautious right yeah, now. I'm yeah. not all in like a lot of people are. I'm just like okay, uh, uh, let's see what happens. I mean, I think it's interesting. I'm somewhere between you two guys because I, I was excited to see Phase Four, but. For the same reason that I don't know, I'm the same. I don't know what we're getting into. It's both exciting, but also gives me a little bit of trepidation. But Marvel has not fucked up anything yet. Can I, let me follow up on that. Yeah. When I did see all this stuff, yeah. I was like, initially I went, huh. oh, there's some cool stuff here. Yeah. But I was like, but that's it? They yeah. didn't announce. I mean, they teased some stuff, right? But they didn't announce the big, like they didn't announce stuff we were explaining, like Black like Panther. Like Blade was the ultimate. It's not even on here. But Blade well, that, is that, like. Yeah. That's the thing I'm most excited for. Okay. Yeah, that, that's going to be... Well, we'll get to Blade. Yeah, but so... The, well, let me, let me just say, the, yeah. the, the 
there wasn't for me either this initial like, oh my god, they they changed the game. Right. But the more I think about it, and the more I've thought about just the direction they're going, I'm like, I like that they're kind of okay. Phase three happened, end game happens, that it blows everything out of the water. They're taking this next phase. It looks like to me to experiment a little bit. Well, they got to reset. And I'm cool, and yeah. it, you know what? I'm cool with. If they are really re- going all the way and experimenting on some of this stuff, I'm cool with seeing. Well, what where are it they goes. really? What are they really building here? All right, Black Widow. That's we'll, the thing. But let's but let's talk about it. Black Widow's gone. She's well, dead. There, there's a so rumor is that it's a legacy character that'll continue. Okay, so there might be a new Black Widow. You're yep. saying. All right, so but Black Widow, as we know, her is gone. Okay, everything else we've seen, like Loki, we've seen Thor, we've seen Wanda and Vision, we've seen. The only Doctor Strange is was all it's all old hat stuff. Shang Chi is the only new thing, and Eternals are the only new. All right, thing. look, let's go over this one by one because they, this is a very short Phase Four, which is also right. very interesting. It's two years, and I think maybe at the D twenty three they'll give us a peek into that because he has plans for the five years. He has just shown us the first two. Yeah, he, he's so getting to his point. Yeah, Ruggs' point. He's already hinted like this is the phase where we plant the seeds for yes. the next. It's right. saga of but movies, I so. like this because you need just like it started. You need a slow buildup of getting to know these characters and and changing them and introducing new characters. It took eleven years to get to Endgame, and you know it took a few years to get to a team up movie. You got to take that same amount of time again and reset and build it back up. And you can kind of see this. Okay, so chronological order: the first MCU movie we are getting will be next year, May first, twenty twenty. Black Widow comes out. This movie takes place after. Captain America Civil War and will be in Budapest. Geek Booner. So we're finally going to find out possibly what the happened in Budapest. Uh, it features Florence Pugh as a character named Elena, who seems like a sister character, another widow. So like you just said, Anthony, that she's the Black Widow, but she's a Black Widow. There's multiple Black Widows. David Harbour also in this fresh off Stranger Things as Alexi who may be the Red Guardian, who's kind of like Russian's Captain America. Rachel Weiss is in this as probably an older widow and a dude named O.T. Fag Benley. I love his name. I don't know who he is. Fag Benley describes his character. He's playing someone named Mason. Who's skip, what about David Harbour? I said David Harbour, Alexi, Red Guardian. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, Red Guardian. Uh, 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 Fag Benley is a Mason who's a fixer, comes from Natasha's past, directed by Ruggs, Kate Shortland. And they showed footage, and apparently it was like a very violent action scene. People have been likening it to like Winter Soldier style action, or even like John Wick. And then I was like, "Damn, if they're gonna bring us a fucking John Wick spy you, action, you gotta, you gotta movie. talk about what it ended with." And uh, that was that Taskmaster. Taskmaster. The villain yeah. is Taskmaster, but we're not sure who he is. It could it, be a it girl. Could, it could be a girl. Yeah. Could be Florence Pugh. You don't know. Hmm. Uh, so this, uh, what do you guys think about this? This looks like I'm uh, uh, like an exciting action spy movie with, uh, Scarlett Johansson leading. No, I'm excited for that. But I mean, it's like, where does it go? I mean, I, I didn't know there was gonna be a legacy character that could be interesting who they pass it off to. You know, the, um, the time period when it takes place is also interesting. It's right after the Avengers like break up. Right. So right. She can't really call on anyone for help or can't she? Or- yeah. I So I've heard that the Florence Pugh as yeah. Elena Belova. There's a lot of rumors that she is the next Black oh, Widow. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, she's only 23 years old. Oh, um, 
Actually, as far as this movie, this is the one I'm least excited for. I feel like they missed the boat yeah. on the Black Widow movie. Yeah, it's been it done years to ago. Like this, yeah, I feel like this is coming out a little late. Like, yeah. she was super hot after the first Avengers. Yeah, right. Yeah, everyone's right. like, "Oh man, she's the best." That was she's one of the best parts. I felt like that was when they should have capitalized on it. Doing a prequel now kind of yeah. seems a little late in the game, but we'll see. I don't want to completely shit over something that hasn't come out yet. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this will give them a second female-led movie, which also doesn't hurt. I'm down for an action movie as long as it's like all-out action. I'm good with that. I'll, I'll be. I mean, I'm not pumped as far as a franchise because I know it's not going to probably be a franchise. Maybe with the legacy, it can be. I don't know. There's a lot of questions in the air. I'm not really solid on anything here. Yeah, I'll have to see where this movie ends up and. Uh, where, where they leave Florence Pugh's character. Listener, tell us what you're most excited about. Join our Facebook group. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. It's closed just for you. You can hang out with all our great listeners and us, and there's a great thread in there uh, about all this stuff. We'll get to some of that in News from the Nation. Uh, the next thing we're going to get is the Eternals movie in November 6, 2020. And this, that, to me... Is that before or after... Falcon and well, Winter Soldier. Well, it, it was announced in this order, I think. Okay. They announced the Eternals and then Falcon and Winter Soldier because then, okay. yeah, the, t- the timeline gets a little weird. I think that may come out before, but we're going to talk about the Eternals because I was hoping they would reveal the cast. We've had all these rumors, but this to me seems to be like the riskiest of all of them. Like uh, another Guardians of the Galaxy, which I thought was super risky, but it fucking paid off. So cast, uh, crazy cast. All these people come out on stage. Angelina Jolie as Thena. Richard Madden, our buddy Rob Stark from Game of Thrones as Icarus. Kumail Nanjani. Your boy. My boy, a Packy in an FCU movie. Yes, he's playing a character named Kingo. Selma Hayek will be playing the leader, Ajax, who they have flipped to a woman, uh, traditionally a man. Brian Tyree. Kingo was a traditionally a Japanese character. Oh, they made the Japanese guy a brown guy. Yeah. I see what they're doing here. Let's just flip all these. Brian Tyree Henry. As Fastos, Don Lee playing Gilgamesh, Leah McHugh as Sprite, Lauren Ridloff as Makari. Uh, here's a couple of interesting things. Another gender swap character, but this is the first deaf hero in the comics and in the movie. And I believe she's played by a deaf actress also. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Uh, this one directed by Chloe Zhao. No mention of Cersei, who I thought was a big character. Mm. But here's the real thing, guys. I don't know anything about these Eternals. So the, to me, this is like my least most anticipated. The most known character is Cersei. Hmm. Uh, whoa. Who was, was that? that? Sorry, ignore text that. Text message. That was a text coming in. Oh. It shouldn't have come through on the computer. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I thought like your fries are done. Put that shit on vibrate. Um. Oh, another thing I wanted to, to mention, I just thought it was peculiar is that Don Lee is going to be Gilgamesh. Yeah. Isn't Gilgamesh like an important like Middle Eastern character that like is like like the Hercules of of the Middle East? I, I, I remember I it was weird. I think Gilgamesh is the so I watched a screen crush video shortly before this about what the Celestials were. Yeah. So from what I read or listened to, Gilgamesh is a character that wanders with the humans too much sometimes and meddles in their affairs and he might be the bad guy. Also um, known as the forgotten one. Yeah. Yes, he is the forgotten one as well. These are all they, weird Jack Kirby creations. Correct me creations. if I'm wrong. Yeah. This was all Jack Kirby. Yes. Like they let Jack Kirby go crazy. Yeah, Jack Kirby high on I don't know what in the 70s. For, just tripping so balls. F- from what I re- what I saw on the YouTube video, I'm just spinning this out. So you, what the fuck, Imran? 
God damn it. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know how to turn off my notifications how do have, on. How do, you, how do you have your phone going no, through I, to the... I, I don't know why it does that. Stupid Mac computer. I have it on off and the texts are going to the computer. This is the only time this is the first time this has ever happened. It's, I'm You're sorry. leaving this all in. By I the way. apologize. Stop texting me. Uh, Jason Dutch from Voice from the Underground is texting me something. Making, you keep fucking up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How do I turn off notifications? Okay, go on. So I guess Celestials created these Eternals, and they were there's only like a hundred of them, and they're immortal, and they became the stuff of legend as far as humans, right? Right. And then the, these Eternals created deviant or humans, and Celestials created deviants, I believe. And the deviants were terrorizing humans, and then the Eternals had to put them underneath the ground, and that's where devils came from, from deviants. I think it's something like that. but like That's, I, that's I, what I remember. I thought it was the Celestials came, and they fuck with human beings, and they got, the, they got three different things. They got humans, they got deviants, yep. and they got Eternals. That might have been what a bit. So yeah, they're changing. Was. They're changing this pretty significantly for the movie. So what you just said, Rugs, is right. The Eternals created when the Celestials came to Earth five million years ago, performed genetic experiments on humans, and they also created the Deviants. Now Richard Madden told Hall H at the panel the Eternals in this movie are arranged of immortal aliens. They're sent here by the Celestials to protect mankind from the Deviants. And then the comment is, in other words, it sounds like the MCU version of the Eternals will be created to counter the Deviants and could hail from outer space rather than right here on Earth. It's hmm. a pretty big change, but you could also kind of introduce mutants this way. Maybe. Maybe. You know? Also, just important to note, we've seen Celestials in the cinematic universe. We've also yep, seen yep. a Deviant as Thanos is a Deviant. Uh, yes, and the, 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 uh, the Eternals are all like cousins of Thanos, I believe, also. Like, they're all related. Well, like the opposite. Oh. I think they're somewhat where they're like blood related. Well, like let, they fucked their thoughts in the movie. Right? Yes. Well, I told you my thoughts. I got, <laughs> you got I, it. I got no baggage. I have no idea what to expect. Sounds weird. I'm just excited. There's a packy in the movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I don't have no idea what to expect. That's what kind of excites me as I literally don't know any stories by this. Um, the cast looks super intriguing. So I'm, I'm along for the, I'm excited about this because I don't know what's going to happen. I do love the international cast. It's just weird that they left out Cersei, who was the most well known and most integrated into the Avengers and all the other yeah. things. She was like hanging out with the humans a lot and integrating and being part of the teams. And, you know, she was a, a superhero into herself and there, she's not in, involved here. I thought that was for sure who Angelina Jolie was playing. And she's now doing Thena, which is kind of like a Wonder Woman or Athena. Oh, uh, Athena. Character. I got you. Got yeah. you. Yeah. What well, do you think they're doing? Uh, the first thing I thought of, because I noticed that too, is you think they're doing this because it's too close to Game of Thrones and they're like, we can't make another Cersei, Cersei character. Like, that'd be like casting an Arya or like a Jon Snow. I mean, so they, their Cersei predates the Game of Thrones Cersei, but. I know, but uh, like the Cersei yeah, is right now. Cersei I thought they from were, Game of maybe Thrones. they were saving it. Yeah, for and later. Cersei's a more sexy character too. Um, she's more known for like being sexy. They may be shit. waiting for like the the sequel or saving her for. Uh, I don't know. I just think that like that's their flagship, uh, you know, uh, eternal. So, I mean, uh, if they could do for this what they did for Guardians of the Galaxy, we should we should be fine. But this it doesn't is, really matter. Yeah, they they're gonna do what they did with Guardians. They're yeah. gonna like change everything and just keep some fun bits here and there. I'm interested in what this is about. I don't know if I hopefully it's brilliant. Like you can do a lot with this idea. Like having these like uh superhuman 
beings that are around since before civilization even begins in the humans. Yeah. And they are the, what they base the gods on. The, these are what they base all of their perception of all of this, uh, superhuman and di- divine being all around these guys. It's, that could be interesting. But they're probably not even going to they're going to gloss right over that. This is like the most I guess Thor would be the other the most cosmic, the most space movie out of all of them. And yeah, he's worshipped, you know. Yeah. So, and is this you know going to tie into why Nick Fury was on possibly the sword uh, spaceship uh, at the end of Spider-Man? I mean, maybe. it's got alien shit in there. It's, it could be interesting. it's so cosmic. So they're pointing the, to the cosmic. The screen crush movie or video that I watched point out two things which i liked one was a lot of, if you look up these characters a lot of them are inspired by civilizations that have worshipped uh-huh. certain yeah, gods yeah 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 like yeah egyptian Macari civilizations yeah mercury yeah um, yeah other greek stuff. and roman gods and stuff yeah, exactly. it all hints of that stuff yeah um they predicted that it would be the celestials forgetting that they were or not celestials the eternals being on earth and forgetting that they were eternals oh and realizing it and then realizing it that's because there would need to be a reason why these millennia old characters never involved themselves right in all this whole time all the whole time yeah when the the half of the universe was fucking snapped away but like you said we've seen them in guardians of the galaxy you see you've seen some of the celestials uh yeah i'm intrigued but like i don't know about excited i'm just i want to show me show me what it is i'm there here's all my money uh, the next thing that rolls in, and now we start with the Disney Plus shows, Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out fall of 2020. So what's that? Like October, November, possibly the same time before Eternals, before around the same time. Uh, this show takes place after Endgame, so present day 2023 MCU. Uh, Daniel Brühl is back as Baron Zemo, and and you see they apparently there was a quick shot of his mask and some of the footage. And they have the Derek Coldstead, who wrote John Wick, has joined the writing team on Falcon and Winter Soldier. So hopefully you can uh, expect some good action and some good fucking, uh, I don't know, action. Yeah, John Wick. (laughs) So more John Wick. Make everything John Wick. What do you guys think about this? Uh, You know, are we going to see Falcon America? Is this like a buddy cop show? I I guess I'm kind of excited. Yeah. It's great they got the, they have Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan in the show. This is the show I'm the second most excited about. Oh that yeah, they're putting out yeah. Why is just because I well, I like Falcon. Yeah. I like Winter Soldier. I like I like that Falcon has the shield. I want to see where that goes. I wish this was actually a movie rather than a TV show. But it's the first TV show out of the Disney Plus stuff. So I'm interested to see what they what they put out there. It's got to bring it. If it doesn't yes. bring it, it's going. I'm. We're gonna, a lot is going to be writing on this, and as far yeah. as it, uh, uh, you prefer a movie over that, like, uh, give me this. We're going to get six like hours. It can't be titties. It can't be titties. But <laughs> like you get, can't. I'm excited. We get to spend six hours with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like that to me. That's why it's better than a movie. I mean, this is the first. Like Rugboy said, they have to bring it because this is the first w- time now. I mean, like we've seen the other TV shows, but yeah. this is the first time that Marvel Studios itself has got said. You have to follow this. This is part of our story. Because so they're yes. making you subscribe to something yep. and follow it for six weeks or eight weeks or if it's you know binge watch six hours. They're making you do something you've never had to do before. So it has to bring it. And there's another. Uh, there's going to be another example uh, coming up with another show and movie that I think is even tightly connected together. And this, watching the evolution of this is going to be great. Yeah, because after the end of this series. 
that's going to inform where Falcon and Winter Soldier are as characters the next time we see them. And you don't want to be left out, do you? <laughs> You're going to want to buy this and watch it. Then this one is pretty exciting. February 21st, 2021. Shang-Chi and not the Masters of Kung Fu, but the Legend of the Ten Rings. Holy shit. Tying yeah. it back into Iron Man, Mandarin. Iron Man 2, and the Mandarin. And there was a, and then Ant-Man. There was uh, uh, You saw the Ten Rings. Uh, the cast in this one, very light right now. Simu Lu playing Shang-Chi. Uh, Tony uh, Chiu-Wai Lung. Tony Lung. The Mandarin. The real Mandarin. <laughs> Not Ben Kingsley and Aquafina, who's hilarious in an undisclosed role, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, uh, linking all this shit together. Is that, I mean, this is are they going to give us a fucking uh, the Marvel's first kung fu is legit movie? Springwater in this as well. The Sani has a uh, <laughs> yeah. star cameo role. Fresh off the She's set, she's in the soundtrack too. She fresh does off a, the a set song. of Game of Thrones, water bottle yeah. Dasani. Uh, Anthony, <laughs> you're half Asian. Comment. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, I I'm, I would I wouldn't proclaim to know say that I know a lot about any of these people. Yeah. Although I've read a lot about Tony Leung and John Bellotti Jr., who's been on our show, says yes. this is awesome. Yes, and he's a Hong Kong film legend. So that's cool. That's exciting. Um, I I mean I I'm going to be particularly biased. I am, as you mentioned, half Asian. So this is exciting for me just to see these characters or see. Characters that kind of look like me go up on screen <laughs> that might be in a superhero type role. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. And the, I mean, the other villain that they could have gone with is what Fu Manchu. So, yeah. So this so, is uh, no Mandarin is the way to go. Well, yeah, Mandarin is the way badass. to go. You can't. You've been do, robbed of him for too long, yes, and you can't do Fu Manchu. It was racist when they came up with it, uh, and it's. A, I mean, the Mandarin's pretty racist too, but yeah, this is the way to go. Yeah. Originally, his, this is what all the comic yes. book fans have been yearning for. So yes. they put it in a. It, to me, it's smart because it's the what everyone like hardcore has been like. You fucked us. You never gave us the Mandarin. Yeah. Okay. Let's pre- let's pair him up with a character that no one knows about to elevate that character. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. And I will give you the real Mandarin. I thought it was interesting that before this news broke, Justin Kroll had tweeted that he was hearing Marvel is putting out test offers for a group of men in their twenties for Shang Chi, and they had been adamant. That the, these actors be of Chinese ancestry, no other Asian antra, ancestry accepted. So it wouldn't be like a crazy rich Asians thing where the Chinese people were like, wait, those guys aren't really Chinese, but we'll allow it. It's pretty funny. Uh, I like that they went. They're like, we want a Chinese lead. And this guy, he's 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 I don't, I don't know him. He's an up he's, and comer. He's actually Canadian. He's Canadian, but immigrant. He's, he's not a, Chinese. He's, a, <laughs> he's Canadian. He's a Chinese immigrant in yeah, Canada. Uh, and he started off by speaking either Mandarin or Cantonese. I saw the. the oh, video. okay. Oh, he's he was been in the CB the CBC sitcom Kim's Convenience. Not super known, but believe me, after this, he's going to be super known and probably become a big star. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. And China went nuts with the casting of this, but then. Some people in China were also like, yeah, but there's the Fu Manchu, and maybe this you shouldn't be making this into a movie. You can't please everyone. What are you going to do? Well, Fu Manchu isn't in the movie. He's not in it. They replaced it with Mandarin. They made it better. It was originally, that was his dad, was Fu Manchu. But Fu Manchu, the original character, was like, that was created in the 1900s, I believe. 
Right. And then they used that in, in the 70s in Shang-Chi. It was like public domain and they could yes, use it. Yes, that's right. Yes, so they could do anything. So that one's fun. Uh, then going back to Disney Plus, spring of 2021, WandaVision. What a horrible name for starring, a show. Starring, I kind of like the the retro logo, but the name I, oh, is the logo weird. is fine. Yeah. yeah, there's some good logos and there's some bad logos. What could they have called this besides WandaVision? Uh, uh, Wanda and Vision. Wanda and the Vision <laughs> of Wanda, which witch and robot. I don't know. <laughs> robot meets witch. This also takes place after Endgame, present time MCU, and will feature uh, what's her name. Uh, what's her name? Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany. And they've cast an adult Monica Rambo, who is the little girl from Captain Marvel, who's grown up, played by Tiona Paris. And she, at some point, becomes Photon and also becomes a Captain Marvel at some yeah. point in her future. Uh, but apparently in in this uh, part of the panel, they said the word strange a lot. Like, this is going to be a very strange movie. Well, and they even said, you know, leading up to Doctor Strange, that, that this story concludes right where Dr. Strange begins. Yes, because Elizabeth Olsen said, you're going to see why they call her Scarlet Witch. I have a feeling they're going to release the full magic witch potential because they really haven't. It's going to be the opposite of the House of M. Uh, Maybe. Oh, oh, shit, Rugs. So the House of M is where her powers go nuts and she kills all the mutants. What if she is awakened? Because I don't think we've fully seen her power, even though she held back fucking Thanos twice. Where powers are vague, what if she creates she creates mutants? Mm, Maybe she activates. That is very interesting. Excitement level for this one, you guys. I I like the cast. The vision apparently is not dead. I guess after Endgame, uh, this one's the one I'm least excited for from the TV shows, just because I'm not 100 percent confident in Elizabeth Olsen as a lead. So that's we'll a good see. Point. Is she going to have a breaky accent? Uh, inconsistent? What uh, accent I mean, the accent's gone. That doesn't. I don't care about that. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm talking about carrying a TV show. Paul Bettany's great, though. He could do it. I like Paul Bettany. Bettany's an incredible actor. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm like uh, lukewarm on this. Is it going to be like a soap opera-y thing set in the suburbs? If it's like... Where I don't did you know. get that from? I don't know. I'm thinking of the Vision uh, comic book comic series. Book? Yeah. Where yeah, that was cool. That was really as a good. comic book series. It might be interesting to watch um, as a weird kind of show. Strange type like of show. If it's them, yes, if it's them trying to fit in to like, like what suburbia. Is that, what is it? It's kind of like a uh, like almost uh, like a Doom Patrol ish. Yeah, Ooh. they could. Yeah, they could do something wack, w- wacky uh, with with WandaVision. Uh, so yeah. you got their Doom Patrol, which is this lo- which is this WandaVision show. You got so and there and it's good. She's gonna get wacky. It's gonna be strange. We're gonna see her powers. Then also in the spring of twenty twenty one, Disney Plus will put out the Loki show. Which is this one is about 2012 Loki from Endgame, who still has the Tesseract and fucking disappears. And nobody knows he's still evil. He has not had all any of that character growth, disappears in Endgame, shows up in the show. Uh, This to me has the worst logo out of all of them. I don't understand what they're doing. It's like it's made out of wingdings or something like every letter is a different font. And I don't know if they were trying to. He's the master of disguise. Yeah, but it's going to be different things. It just looks all haphazard and it looks like shit. He's gonna show. It's gonna be like Quantum Leap. He's gonna show up and be different people. Oh my God! Will you have an Al? Al, where Maybe. am I? <laughs> Nobody got that reference. Doctor okay. Sam Bucket travels through time, trying yeah. to make it home. That would be great. There was a, a there was a screenshot of him walking in front of like a movie theater in the seventies, like a few months ago at some other event, and like Jaws was playing in the theater. 
So does he cause like major historical events or try to change them? Uh, Interessante. I don't know. I like Tom Hiddleston in this role. Quantum Leap. That's what it is. Loki meets Quantum Leap. Uh, Anthony, Tom Hiddleston. Loki's a great character. I like Loki. Um, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. I'm not particularly like over the moon about this just because of the fact that um, I felt like Loki had a pretty good run on on screen, and I was ready to move on to other characters. So we'll see if this brings me back on Loki. You know, there's a lot of characters that were we thought were dead that are not now. Well, he's, this is a different version of Loki. <laughs> Again, different version of Loki, a prequel of Black Widow, Vision's alive. Some of these deaths aren't sticking, but they're, they're coming back. That's a smart way to use them. Whatever. Following that, then it gets crazy. This one, I love this title. May 7th, 2021, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, shit. Holy shit. The word multiverse is in the title. Uh, Directed by Scott Derrickson, who did the last one. This one featuring Scarlet Witch. So I think she's going to be a big part of this movie. Once her powers manifest, we're going to see her become even more powerful. They're selling this as the first MCU horror movie. Still at a PG-13 rating, but a horror movie. And the mm-hmm. villain could possibly be this character called Nightmare. And you better believe you're going to have to watch WandaVision to follow that storyline into this movie. So there's the, a, a tie into the shows. This one, I'm, I, I look, I, I, uh, Benedict Cumberpatch is great. Multiverse and horror movie. I was like, okay. I That's what intrigued. really intrigues me yes. is the multiverse part because that can open a lot of doors for the MCU that could you know, change the whole entire game of what the next phase could be. So that is like probably the game changer uh, movie that's going to be here. Multiverse exists. Anthony, have we seen it before? And we just didn't know it. I mean, I think we've gotten teases of it. Yeah. Um, Obviously we got a tease for it in Spider-Man and then it ended up being a ruse. Um, That is like super exciting. I think the multiverse, because it just opens up. Um, different possibilities of different things that you can tie in, different uh, potential universes that can be considered canon. So they could, you could do yeah, so I'm, many things. I'm excited. I'm also excited because the the Doctor Strange, the first one wasn't a bad movie, but I think he's been a lot better in the subsequent movies yeah, because yeah. he's been it's not an origin anymore. So I'm I'm yep. excited to see him a story where it's kind of unleashing Doctor Strange rather yep. than building up to a Doctor Strange at the end. Yeah, you always, you know, you got to get through the origins. It's the shitty part, but you got to set up the character. But not, once that character hit the ground running, he's been really interesting and is showing up in cameos in other movies. Uh, I, I think we saw the multiverse a little bit in the first movie, kind of when he's like flying through the realms. That would be their multiverse. Maybe. That's crazy. I love it. Okay. Oh. Then summer 2021, Disney Plus, Marvel will give us their first canon animated series called what if based on what does that mean canon well it's uh it kind of, it's what if it means that nothing's gonna happen here's why it's canon 25 of the original actors are coming back to voice stories that take place that are tweaks that are alternate versions of the first 23 movies of the infinity saga so they will do like what if Peggy Carter had taken the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers. But yeah, then so none of this is canon. I mean, it's, it's, it's a non canon. Okay. It's their first animated series. Yes. With the it's, actors. It's the, they're there. And it's, I wouldn't say canon. I would say it's endorsed by MCU. Yes. Studios. That makes it's more sense. Firmly yeah. entrenched into the infinity saga. So they're going to be playing what, what with if the movies. Made, like rug said, what if inherently means not canon. 
Yeah, it's just like it takes place in the Marvel Universe. It's fully sponsored by the MCU. Yes. Yeah. yes. Jeffrey Wright from Westworld will be voicing the Watcher, who in the books, Watu introduces. He's like the guy from the Twilight Zone. He's like Rod Serling. He comes in, introduces the pitch and the setup, and he's like, what if this happened? Watch now. Right. And I think this could be watch. fun. Yeah. I wonder what kind of level of animation they will, how much they get money they're going to put in the animation. I have no idea. You know? I think I, this is the one I'm most excited about. Oh, yeah? Because oh, yeah. oh. what if? You, know, yeah. it, 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 you can do it anything, right? Yeah. There's really no limits to what you can do. I didn't think about it till you brought it up, Imran, but yeah. I am curious to see the level of animation. Because we've seen their animated efforts before, and they've been, I mean, DC. Garbage. Yeah, DC does it way Disney's better. Now here. But it's now yeah. Disney, which is animation yeah, But their kingdom. cartoons haven't gotten better since Disney. No, they haven't. No, no, they no haven't. Worse. So this is going to be a big test, because Disney, uh, DC is, is killing them on the animated front. Yes. Uh, clearly, easily. So if they can make this look good, I don't want it to look like a cheap, like, after-school fucking cartoon. Uh, we'll see, but that's exciting. They're doing animation. Then another TV show, Fall of 2021, Hawkeye with Jeremy Renner and confirmed to feature Kate Bishop. And also the logo for this is the exact logo from the Matt Fraction, David Aja run, which is really good. It's like an indie comic about uh, uh, Clint training Kate Bishop. And there's like Russian mobsters and there's pizza dog. And it's Ooh. just really quirky. It's like a Breaking Bad was like a Hawkeye show. Like, it's like a crime noir. Very good. So I could see them doing a great street-level serialized Hawkeye story. But, you guys, you excited to see Jeremy Renner be actually be Hawkeye? I'm more excited for Kate Bishop than Jeremy Renner. Yes. Uh, yes. That would be cool. And I wonder, I don't know who they have for Kate Bishop. I agree. I'm not, uh, Jeremy Renner's had his run on Hawkeye, and he's, kind of failed to impress me every time he's been to Hawkeye. So. He hasn't really been given that much to do. No, he hasn't been no. given much to do, but it's one of those things where you you know, you only have so many swings at it where So, I also heard they may dive into like his time as Ronan, what he was doing. I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. so that could be interesting. Uh, but yeah, sure. Remember all these characters that aren't doing anything now? We're going to give them a TV show. Give us all your $7 a month. And then finally, <laughs> closing out Phase 4, November the 5th. One, the one that caused the most uh, in terms of announcements. Yes. Yeah. Well, last week, we, you know, news broke, Taika Waititi, Chris Hemsworth coming back. For Thor 4, we have a title, Thor, Love, and Thunder. And I love the logo. It looks like an 80s metal album. So you really get a toe to what they're going for. But, yes, the biggest news, uh, they're doing Jane Foster, Thor, Mighty Thor, Rodney. Oh, shit. Natalie Portman back in the MCU after being gone for many years. And we thought I thought she wasn't ever coming back. Right. Uh, because uh, it was the Patty Jenkins deal. Patty Jenkins was going to direct Thor to the Dark World or the next one. And then she they let her go. And then Natalie Portman's like, I'm out. Uh but apparently there was a, a, a deal done in secret six months ago after Natalie Portman met with Taika Waititi. She's holding Makes the sense. She was a hammer. lot more involved in the press for Endgame. Oh, she was, even though they used like the kind of yeah, recycled footage. All the stuff. Yes. So she maybe she did give a line reading for Endgame uh, uh, and a uh, voiceover. Well, the, the other the other things you forgot to mention, Chris Hemsworth back. Chris Hemsworth is back. Uh, Valkyrie, Tessa Valkyrie Thompson is back. back. She, yeah, as the first. Openly gay LG, superhero, yeah, LGBTQ, yeah. Uh, which is crazy. And, I thought Icarus was going to be gay. Uh, oh, I don't know. They didn't mention that. I know Makari's deaf. 
I don't know if Icarus is gay, uh, but they, they could beat, he could beat her to that. Uh, but Jane Foster as Thor is from the comics based on a Jason Aaron run called the mighty Thor. And, uh, Jason Aaron has been writing Thor for like the last seven years and it's, he's really good at it. Like his Thor runs have been really good. If you want to read good Thor comics, uh, go start with his, but wow. This looks like fun, but like you guys were saying earlier, Rugs, do we think this is going to be like a wacky like body swap thing, or will this be legitimately? Well, it's weird because earned. in the comics, it's very serious. She's got cancer. Yes, she becomes Thor because Thor's disgraced and whatever. Thor is unworthy, can't wield the hammer. And in the comics, you just meet this girl Thor, this female Thor. You don't know who it is. Eventually, they reveal that it's Jane Foster, and then they reveal that she has cancer and can only. Fight it off when she's Thor. When she reverses to Jane yeah. Foster, she goes back to dying. When she becomes Thor, she doesn't. She's not Jane Foster anymore. She's, she's a completely different person. She's the god Thor. God so is, is Thor. Natalie Portman going to be both, or is there going to be a female Thor? I don't know. She said she's going to get jacked for the role. So where'd you so see that? She, I, I saw it somewhere. I put it in here because I saw <laughs> because it somewhere. Natalie Portman is a five foot tall yes, person. Yes, and then when she she becomes Thor, she should. Like in the Thor in the comic book, she's like she gets you know, bigger and she changes. Yeah. Woman. Yeah. Well, in the comic, how are they going to do that? She can work out all she wants. I mean, in the she's comic books, she's like emaciated and cancery when she's Jane Foster and different. Yeah, but even originally, like with Thor, you had he was David Blake and he was a different looking guy and he changed well, that, into. That was, Thor. I mean, they didn't. They haven't been doing that. In but the they show. have no, done that while. while. So I don't know. I, she'll probably play both. It's Natalie Portman. And I, she's probably only in it because she's not. She's not going to do this movie unless she's playing exactly. everything. Right. <laughs> um. Oh, interesting. I am. This was the one that caught me most off guard. Besides oh, yeah? the one we'll talk about later yeah. with Blade. Yeah. Um. I did not see this coming. I definitely was on the oh Thor will be in Guardians, but it makes sense now. That I think about it. James Gunn's not gonna be able to make Guardians for another yep. few years. Yep. Let's make another Thor movie yep. while that character's hot. Yep. But, um, I'm on board with a female Thor. The only thing I my hesitancy is is. Natalie Portman has had little to no chemistry with Chris Hemsworth in the first two movies. She's kind of been super unmemorable as far as character wise. Yeah. yeah. So it, and I, I, she's a good actress. She just hasn't had a lot to do in these movies. So I'm interested yet also cautious on making her now potentially a lead in a film. Just be, not because she's a woman, but more because I just haven't been impressed with her in the MCU. It's going to come down to the writing, really. Because she's a great actress, and hopefully YTT can give her something meaty. I am interested, though. Like I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Thor Ragnarok, but I, I, like coming around on it after I, I recognized that it was creative and they did like do th- they did shake up the character so not everyone anticipates a Thor movie. Yeah. So I am interested to see in like you got Taika Waititi, you got Valkyrie who's now like a major character, you have Thor who's hot as ever. Yep. You have a female Thor with an Natalie Portman that wasn't all that impressive. You take all those ingredients and throw them together in, in Tycho's weird style. What's going to come out? That's what I'm intrigued with. Was what are we? What's the product going to be? It sounds like it's going to be crazy and fun. So YTT is also doing an animated version of Flash Gordon for Netflix, and like he did Flash Gordon. Thor is Flash Gordon. Thor is He Man, and I want to see more of that world and that style. I also think I've seen some stuff online about better Beta Ray Bill. Oh yeah, that would be great. They could I, no, people in. just saying like I wish it would happen. I, I think it will. It happen might happen. This film. It might. It's wacky enough. You, in this I think movie. you might see te- like a team of Thors. The, yeah, four Thors. You might. There's four Thors. It could be interesting, but the fact that it, some lessens it for me now that I know it, it's a comedy. Because when a 
a comedy has its own rules and it doesn't have to be as good of a film if it's a comedy. It just has to be funny. Is it, would you consider Ragnarok a comedy? I guess it was. Yes. Yeah. So this yeah, will be a, this will be a comedy. Yes. So that's why it diminishes comedy. that film in my eyes. The only thing about Ragnarok is it is comedy and it wasn't my cup of tea, but I have grown to appreciate it just because there is some like underlining serious things. But the only thing is I wish he would have stayed longer with that. And they make a joke right afterwards. But man, his, stylistically and the music and the world he builds, like it's just, you want to do see you think that he's, do you think that, I mean, obviously we're in the minority. Like everybody else is just, is, is fully deep throating, uh, <laughs> Or Ragnarok, you know. Ragnarok? And, oh, yeah. I yeah. thought you were gonna say female Thor, which would be no, no, tough. No, no. <laughs> Every no, I'm sorry. Taika Waititi has no reason to like, you know, let us foot off the gas in the comedy department. Oh, yeah, he's going 100. percent Yeah, I mean, I want to so, see Korg and Meek. Back. It's going to go even more than Thor. I think so. Yeah, I think so, I think he's got carte blanche with Marvel. I think so. Yeah. Now he does it because yeah. that's what happened with James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn yeah. hit the perfect balance, yeah. and then he went to the next one. Yeah, and he went too far for me. Yeah, the balance. A lot of people off. liked it, but I think he went way too far. But um, so I don't know. I feel like that it has the potential of being too much of a comedy, too much of fodder. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I might, I will enjoy myself in the theater, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be like, well, in my eyes, it's going to be diminished as uh. Something that I hold really dear because it's, it's easier to do a comedy. Like you get away with a lot more. You can just kind of like shrug off like plot points yeah. and any kind of thing just because you're going for the joke. Mm. So it's just great. Like you could kill off all of Thor's family and friends and everybody that he knows and not ever have the battle eye- eyelash about them. You know, in then you just, you just have Korg say a funny line afterwards, and then yeah. you go to the next scene. That's I, I could totally see this about being a body switch comedy, and Thor being in that's Natalie how they J- get Portman's to body. Mighty Thor. But that would they, they always do the joke in the yeah. comics or in the TV shows yeah. where he switches with a frog. Yeah, there's Frog Thor. Right. But like, would that diminish the fact that the you know that's Mighty Thor because she had like the whole worthy thing? I don't know. Wait, I don't know. we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be funny. There's going to be a lot of things hitting people in the head. You know, that's how lately they love like the hitting in the head joke. Like in Ragnarok, he throws the ball and it bounces back, hits him in the face. And then far from home, they hits his head on the yeah, bell. They just poke each other in the what eyes. What the too. fuck? It's turning into three Stooges movies sometimes. Uh, eh, lots of fun. People love it. Uh, it it's a crutch. It's a, it's a crutch. Huge like crutch. Said, it's fun, but yeah. it needs to be a balance also. But I That's love the easy. It's the easy way out. Yeah, it is the easy way. I love Taika Waititi's sensibility. So I'm excited. So and then at the very end, Faiji kind of verbally mentions a lot of stuff. He Here goes, go. he goes, look, we don't have time to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy three or Black Panther two or Captain Marvel three or the Fantastic Four oh, or the X-Men. He, says, he doesn't say X-Men. He doesn't say X-Men. He stops at Fantastic Four. No, okay. he says mutants. Oh, he says mutants. OK, so. That to me is like a hint of phase five, right? And it's sure. something he's saving. And then he's like, oh, we got one more thing. And he brings up Mahershala Ali. Well, you got to build this up correctly. Okay. So before they brought out Mahershala Ali, they handed out 7,000 black, black widow, widow hats. hats. Everybody got a hat. And then he's like, we got one more thing. Here's Oscar award winner Mahershala Ali. He walks out without a hat. Yeah. Throws on a hat. The like, hat's Blade. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and Faye uh, after confirmed that Blade is part of Phase 5. Yeah, so all of those, Mahershala Ali, the new but Blade. But I'm interested to hear what you guys think of Mahershala Ali as Blade. 
I think it's a fucking sick casting. I think it's he's amazing. A good actor. He's a great actor. He's hot. He's the right age. Now this further proves that the Netflix shows I have nothing to do with the MCU exactly, because right. he was Codmouth. But Alfre Woodard also played two characters, one in Netflix and one in a Marvel yep. movie. So uh, I think this is great. Uh, that's it's so exciting. Will it be R rated? Is my first question. I could, you, it could, I don't think so. I don't think so. It could work PG thirteen, but the original Blade series being R rated was so good. But he's great. I think it's great. Great rugs. I'm looking forward to this. I mean, like, if they handle it, if they make a comedy out of this, I'm going to. Oh, fucking it's not going to be. A- <laughs> I really, it's fucking Blade. He's got to kill vampires. Yes. He's got to fucking. It's got to be a dark and and. It's got to be like almost rated R. It should be rated That's R. What I'm I don't saying. know. It needs to be dark. Is I don't it? know if Marvel can do Blade justice. It's going to be like the funny Blade. Could it be? And, and could it be a series on Disney Hulu? Marvel Blade? But could it be a Hulu series and not a no, movie? No. What are you talking about? A Hulu? They wouldn't. The way he he confirmed it's a movie. It's a movie. I don't know. Well, uh, the other reason Marvel had doesn't have the stones to make a like, like a movie like well, well, that. Blade you know, needs to be. Yeah, we'll see when they get to Deadpool what they do. How how far they can push it. But we're talking about Blade. But here's why I also love this because Kevin Feige said Mahershala Ali after winning his Oscar called Kevin Feige to pitch Blade, and Feige's like, "Oh, when he calls you, answer." So he is so invested in this that he is the one who 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 set this on the table, and they were like, "Yes." So that's pretty awesome. Like he's invested in this project. Fun fact for me. Yes. I've never actually fully watched all three Blade oh, you, movies. Have you watched the all, full, the first the one? The first two is all you need to watch. Yeah. I haven't watched them. I, if I've watched them fully, I don't remember them. So, oh, but I hear both of them are really good. So. The, first the one, third one is so bad, <laughs> it'll sour you on Blade. <laughs> oh, man. Because David Goyer blows. Yeah, Goyer will fuck things up. The first, one, the, shit. the first one is great. Maybe somebody wants to... Uh, there, were, there was a lot of rumors online before they casted Mahershal Ali that they were like going to figure out a way to incorporate the original Blade series into Marvel canon. Well, and Wesley Snipes was like talking to them. Right. I mean, they can easily put him in there as a cameo. I have a comment from him later when we get the news from Nation, but there's totally room for him to be like the mentor to pass the knife to, I, to I, have a cameo. I love Mahershal Ali, so I'm I'm in on Blade. And plus, what's interesting about Blade if they go that route is, there, I mean, they're kind of teasing it with Doctor Strange, but they haven't really gone the monster horror oh yeah gothic route and that could oh, be this wow they're giving us everything another, this is this could open up a pocket of yes. marvel universe that I, even i'm not all that familiar yep. with and i think you're you got werewolf by night yes. right but you, you got morbius, morbius but you don't right, have morbius. Really. You don't, well you kind of <laughs> if, well, what's his name is trying to play Sony, morbius jared leto you got yeah. ghost rider yes yeah. the ghost rider the hellstroms and coming out of doctor strange being a horror movie that does open, man. They're giving you everything. They're giving you the cosmic celestials. They're giving you the horror characters. You can get Moon Knight in there. Giving you the martial arts mm. characters. You could do Moon Knight. This is uh, that's crazy. I just want to see fucking Daredevil. Daredevil proper mm. in the Legit. MCU. I would like to see even not even just Daredevil, like a Marvel Knights or or Heroes for Hire done correctly yeah. or yeah. any of those yeah. things. There's still, I, I agree. I would still love to see Punisher, Daredevil, those guys team up, do something. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe there's something in Phase Five. Maybe there's never gonna be a legit Punisher where he's fucking killing people like he did in the Marvel series. Uh, yeah, 
we, yeah, never. Disney would never do that. Never, no. Disney would never give us a show with that high of a body count. No. Holy shit. He killed a Forget lot of people. Get it. You're not going to see it. <laughs> I mean, you had the fucking Hellcat like caved in dude's face. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's graphic. What's the most violent thing that we've seen? Can we think? Uh, in the MCU? Uh, like chopping uh, off Thanos' head? Is that the, that's most, probably the most violent thing? But it thing, was like yeah. bloodless. You know, it was clean. Yeah, it was, bu- it was completely it bloodless. Wasn't- there, it would be that or Tony Stark, half of his body being burnt after flipping, snapping his fingers. Yeah, maybe. Or the uh, scene where in Ant-Man where he blasts the guy and he turns into like a little puddle of like goop, blood goop. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm, I'm stretching. Yeah, like this is what this is what though, yeah. this is what they've we offered. Yeah, it's PG-13 Marvel Disney. What are you gonna? What are That's you gonna what like? I'm saying is how yeah. horror can they go with this Doctor Strange and the well, multiverse? Horror doesn't necessarily need to be bloody. No, it's scary. Jump scares. Yeah, scare horror. You're thinking about like slasher. Yeah, films. that's a good point. That's a lot di- of the that, best horror isn't not, slasher. Yeah, there's different. Well, genres. like in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you know, you, they turn to dust as soon, so it's completely bloodless. Yeah, right. But Blade, the movie with Leslie Snipes, there was like blood everywhere. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was fucking like holy it's fucking shit. Awesome. Yeah, that's really good. I told you yes. it was. Uh, even Anthony agrees. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see, man. Let's see how much they can push this PG-13, where, if any, they can give us some more edgier adult content. You know, I think this, at first I was like, is there more to Phase 4? Because a month from now will be D23, and they just put out a uh, a, a, a story saying Marvel will have some more Disney promises, exclusive footage, special guest appearances, more announcements from Marvel and Disney overall. There's a Marvel studios pavilion. So I don't know what more they're hiding for this, uh, hall H or Disney studios hall D 23 presentation Saturday, August 24th. That's the big one. And also they're going to do Marvel's 80th anniversary. I do think we see more stuff that other stuff that he just mentioned at the very end. Can there be more in a phase four that they're holding back? What do you guys think? Well, count the movies. There's five movies, five TV shows officially on with dates. That yeah, five per year. I think that's a lot. No, no, I think it's, it's two years. It's two. It, that's over two years. So next year, that, that's more than enough. I think they yeah. do three a year, maybe. So right next year, two we're only three. getting two movies, and then the following year, three, three movies. Yeah. What do we get this year? We got we got uh, three movies. Three Marvel movies? Captain yeah. Marvel, Endgame, and Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, so maybe there's hiding one. Yeah, I would agree with Ruggs. I also think, just judging by what Kevin Feige said, yeah. I think he really wants the fans to focus on this new stuff yeah. and not get wrapped up in Fantastic Four or all those sequels. Like they, yeah. He wants people to be like, Let's get excited about this because if you if you announce all that other stuff, yeah, it'll, it'll people will be thinking yeah. about all that yeah. other stuff. And you really mm. need to build these new fucking things right. You got to announce them right, and I think they did a great job. Again, overshadowing everything else that happened, which we will get to. So, uh, before we end this segment, what? Give me your most excited for movie project and most excited for TV project out of the ten. Anthony, go. Well, I kind of spoiled this already. Yeah, but I forgot. Mine what was would it? be. It's okay. <laughs> Mine was Eternals. Oh, for most excited? Yeah. Okay. For movie okay. and uh, TV was the What If. Okay, that's a very interesting e- choice. Mine's Eternals slash Shang Chi. Yeah. Shang Chi because it's just I'm biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I'm not even Chinese, but I'm taking on the Asian <laughs> ownership. I'm a hundred percent Asian, unless you forget. 
Yeah, so you should love Eternals. Fuck it. Uh, I love Eternals. I don't. <laughs> I, uh, Rug Boy, most excited for out of the TV and the, the movies. Can I say nothing? You can. Um, no. Uh, you can let's absolutely see. say nothing. Um, I don't know. I mean, what, Eternals sounds like at least it, it could be a Garden to the Galaxy. It could be like a whole new thing that I love. Angelina Jolie as a badass Wonder Woman in her 40s. I don't know. Uh, it could be cool. I mean, they did it with Kate Blanchett. Yeah. You know, they made her badass. Yeah, in the Underworld movies, right? Underworld? Um, Underwear? No, huh? he's talking about Hella, bro. Oh, I was, I was thinking on, of someone dude. else. You're thinking about uh, Kate, Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Celine, that's fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah, she's, okay. great. Um, she's great in that role. She has um, huge hands to hold guns. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she does. Her hands are huge. Kate Beckinsale. Look at them. Yes, I will. I'll look at them. <laughs> I'm looking at her butt most of the time. Um, what was I saying? Uh, the most excited, uh, yeah, most excited TV show. Uh, okay, so Eternals, I, it's it's got the most surprises in line. TV show. I don't really care about Loki. I don't really care about WandaVision or Hawkeye. So I'm gonna have to just by default go with possibly. What if for Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Soldier. I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna go with Falcon and the Winter Soldier because at least they've they've done action with them before and it's been badass. Yeah. So um let's see what happens. That man Captain America, there's a lot on the line there. There is Falcon America. Uh you know, now that I'm looking at this, I'm most intrigued by this WandaVision going into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Like I'm looking forward to the so her. Those are your two choices. I, I think that's what I'm gonna pick. It's weird choices, but I really want to see where they go with her with the magic and where they go with the multiverse. The word multiverse just. So what are you least? Oh. What's your least? Uh, like I think I already mentioned. As far as movies, it's not least anticipated, but it's Eternals. I just I want to walk in knowing nothing, so it's a clean slate. Uh, but I'm also I Shang Chi seems interesting, and then as far as TV for least. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I kind of like all of these. Things. I like everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love, love this. this movie. This phase four. I'm I, I'm least excited about Thor. Because you know what you're going to get, kind of. Yeah, it's going to be Taika going crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to enjoy it when I sit there in a the theater and watch it. But I'm probably, you know, it'll, it'll come when it comes. You know, yeah. I'm, not, when it, I'm not really, oh, my God, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> and then uh, I think that... um. I think WandaVision is going to, or Loki. I think I'm even more not wanting to watch Loki. Even though everybody loves Loki, I feel like I don't want to watch a show about it. <laughs> no. I've had it with the Loki. Uh, you know, I've th- seen enough of him. This is a, it's a crazy next two years, crazy set of characters. It's very cool. And then to top it off, almost like they planned this shit, San Diego Comic Con ends and the news report comes out. Avengers Endgame passes Avatar to become. Oh, they, they announced that at Comic Con. Oh, they yeah, did it at Comic Con. They all fucking those tickets, dude. They t- they totally fucking rigged. They, tie they, this they shit started together. it off by saying Holy thank you, shit, but after this weekend, Avatar. biggest said, movie in, in movie history. Wow. Well, they 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 started it by saying thank you to everyone. Uh, after this weekend, Avatar Endgame will be the the biggest grossing movie. I guarantee you oh, that Disney shit. bought its own tickets. They must have bought like the last five. They're like, it was we like, just need five more tickets to put oh, us over the board. They were short two mil- two million bucks. So Avatar. So they think they were yeah. like, let me just buy it. I'm just going to buy this couple of theaters. Yeah. Uh, it needed $500,000 to, to to beat it. It is now at $2.79 billion 
to Avatar's $2.7897 billion. Holy crap, not only that, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, very close to making a billion dollars. Very close. $975 million Oh, shit. On July 23rd? Uh, yes, as of July 22nd. Oh, 22nd, correct. So that means the three movies Marvel put on this year made them over $4 billion. Oh, shit. Think about that. It's not too bad to be Marvel. <laughs> Think about that. They're, you can't stop them. Jesus. How much fuck. do you think they spent on the movies? About $2 billion? Probably, Well, no, probably. Maybe like a billion, billion and a half. They're, ma- they're making their money back. Look, let's say every movie is three movies, $300 million each. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's $1 billion, Yeah. And then you have to double the budget. So that's $2 billion. And They made f- over four easily. Maybe even so they close made to five. $2 billion. So out of this $4 billion Ooh. investment Disney paid for Marvel, they have made about $18 billion off of it, if you're talking Ooh. overall. So it's wow. more than quadrupled their fucking what they paid for it. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's worth more than it ever was. Yes. There's no stopping them, man. Uh, and everything else at Comic-Con. Merchandise, all that shit. <laughs> yes, it's, they're a fucking beast. They're just printing money. They're going to own all of us. They're going to own our lives. They already do. Look, let's well, take a break. Me, I'll tell you that. Play some promos. <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk about all the shit that got overshadowed by the MCU. There's a couple of fun things right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. In a world of heroes, villains, six British actors will come together to play Pathfinder. It's sort of like D&D, but also really not like D&D. Join Falter. I immediately regret this decision. Caragor. Oh, I see you, Kenneth. Velda. Behold my arcane powers. Shania. Yes, I've tracked the case. M. No, kill him. <laughs> and the Dungeon Master for an actual play podcast that takes adventure Seriously. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and from DangerClubPodcast.com. Danger Club. Let's roll. Got to in that voice, hurts. Hi, guys. I'm Dane. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the IMDb Journey Podcast. Where we break down every movie from the top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. But when we're not doing that, we also battle other podcasts in various movie-related games of trivia and drafts. We also give quick reviews about every other film we've watched as well. Yeah, here we're quite good too. Yeah, if you guys don't believe us, why don't you listen to these genuine testimonies? Oh, hey guys, you guys are really good. I love your chemistry. Oh, hey, Brew, it's uh, this is a this is a good podcast, yo. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah, love the banter, guys. Keep it up. I'm DB Jenny. Is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fantastic testimonies. Oh, thanks, guys. Absolutely genuine and real. <laughs> And if you want to give a genuine testimony as well, go ahead and search for IMDb Journey. You can find us on all your favorite podcast sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. So come along and join our journey. <laughs> Listener, join our fun fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. And you can give back. You can support the show and you get swag you get stickers you get t-shirts you get access to a bonus rss feed uh an exclusive rss feed with bonus content early access to all the episodes of the spinoff show of this show instant reactions jock talk uh sports content super thanks to patron and listener brian goff 
for increasing his Patreon support today. Talking nerd. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. You are Ooh, the best. You. Everyone be like Brian. Jockinerd.com slash Patreon. Let me let me just say real th- one quick thing. Yeah. Spin-off show on hiatus this week. We'll be back. Oh, it'll be back all right. Week. Coming back. Don't worry, spin-off show fans. Are there fans? Yeah. There's fans. Less sure. There's less fans. <laughs> yes, there's fans. I always can't wait to see who you're talking to and what you're talking about. So it's fun. It's anything. It could be anything and always usually is. All right, back to San Diego Comic Con news. Here's stuff. Uh, here's other stuff that happened. <laughs> here's the other stuff. Here's the other stuff that maybe you care about. Some of the shit even I don't care about. We'll fly through this. I'll throw it out there. Let me know if you have thoughts. Uh, Kevin Smith's Jay and Smith Silent Bob reboot oh, put Jay out a trailer. Smith? Jay and Smith. No, Jay and Silent <laughs> Bob. Jay and Kevin Smith. Jay and Silent Bob <laughs> reboot. Oh. Sorry, ignore that. Uh, trailer. Jeez, what's with you and all the random sounds? Uh, I'm just a fucking train wreck over here. It's not not having a good tech day. No. I didn't put it on mute, and then I unmuted it. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, this tra- I love Kevin Smith. This trailer came out early. Uh, I love Clerks. I've always loved Clerks. I love the first Jay and Silent Bob. I love his podcast. I I feel like I want to be Kevin Smith. Like There's a lot of similarities. We have a lot of the same opinions. We love everything. Right. <laughs> that being said, I don't know about this movie, man. Uh, I Me neither. Don't, this is all you guys. I'm just gonna sit this, back. Look, listen. a crazy cast. You got Brody back. Uh, who played Brody? Fucking Jason Lee. Uh, Kevin Smith's daughter. Joe Manganiello's in this. His daughter Holly Quinn's in this. Uh, Craig Robinson. And they're doing the thing where the first movie they were mad that someone was making a movie of their superhero Bluntman. This time, someone is rebooting Bluntman, and they gotta go stop it. Shannon Elizabeth is back, but. I just, I don't know. I, we have a J-Muse clip for the show. I love these guys, but this seems like weird and dated and just, I don't know. I feel like in this current climate where, like, that destroys any kind of, like, edgy comedy and thought-provoking comedy, which was what Kevin Smith did. Yeah, he was edgy, offensive he was also, humor. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he did a movie about, you know, the Bible. Right, Dogma, and, yeah. Yeah, and and Christians and poke in like ripping them to shreds, and I you could probably still get away with that now because it's okay to to fuck with Christians and stuff. But um, I don't know. I just think that it's it's gonna be probably a a uh, softball version of Jay and Silent Bob. Not as edgy. They're a going little... to try and apologize for all the stuff that mm. they said in and the Netflix in it. There's a whole Iron Man bit. Like think about how many times they've made slurs. Against all kinds of people in that he made a movie about a dude who's trying to take a lesbian and make her straight again. Which oh right, chasing, chasing, yeah, Amy. chasing Amy. And honestly, I haven't watched Tusk or uh, Yoga Hosers or any of his recent right. stuff. So this is his apology movie. But Red Man and Method Man are in this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Getting high. Listen, if I go to the theater and they they double down on everything that they've done, yeah. which they're not going to do because Kevin Smith. Doesn't even review things because he feels like he's going to hurt somebody that he knows his feelings, right? He doesn't tell his real opinions on movies. He loves everything, just like you. So, um, <laughs> I mean, that is his real opinion. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he can actually make a biting, like, mm. uh, no holds barred mm. movie like he used to. Yeah. Uh, like the anger and the angst is not there. He, he, he's 
Yeah, that's he's kind of a good point. You know, he's he he, so, he loves what he's doing with his life right now. He loves that he yeah, does tons he's of He's in a good place. I don't think he's got that anger. I think he wants to I'm telling you, this is going to be the movie that tries to undo all of his past sins. Mm, interesting. Cuz it'll be interesting to see. I'm going to go and watch it, but he doesn't have to prove himself anymore. He's literally can do whatever he wants now. Right. Which he's done with Tusk and Yoga Hosers, and, and uh, admittedly, I guess those are real weird movies. Right. Uh, it's not rock and roll to me anymore. Yeah. You, like, what, he was rock and right, roll at what, one point. Right. What used to be and edgy and, and. He's not rock and roll yes, anymore. Yes. And Quentin Tarantino's still rock and roll. Tarantino, this. Uh, like, he told yeah. somebody to shut the fuck up when <laughs> they tried to say that Margot Robbie should have had a bigger part. Oh, he's just shit. like, I just completely disagree you with you. How about that, fuck asshole? You. It's my movie. Yeah, make your own goddamn He's movie. Like, I make a movie. I make whoever want to have the big part to have the big part. I know. Uh, <laughs> Give me the fuck alone. Steve Morrison of Lisa and Steve Morrison is very excited for this, and I should have been too because I love the Kevin Smith. But I'll just listen to his podcast. I'll watch this when it comes out. I'll see if he's, you know, how how if he's softened. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they're gonna make dick jokes and fart jokes, right? Still which is those. always good, and that's always. Uh, and that was like basically like. Forty percent of what he did. Well, what do you think of he? He's lost a lot of weight. What do you think about how he looks in this movie? I think he looks fine. He looks like he should. I think there's that thing where like fat people are funnier when they're fat, you know, and then when they're not fat, they're not fun. I mean, it sucks. But I mean, a lot of them, his the jokes were just Jay making calling him like tub of That's true. Shit. He didn't, and then he didn't actually talk, so you could yeah. still do that. So Jay will have to be like you former tub of lard. Like he can't call him tub of lard anymore. We'll see. He's probably just well, a like the, you know the connection to the show. The fact that we have Jay Muse saying you're listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. I feel like I have to support this. They, they're they're. Uh, I'm going to support it because I've always it. been a Kevin Smith fan, but I just I'm very uh, dubious and very like kind of like it didn't blow me expecting, away. Yeah. I'm expecting the worst. Yes, it didn't uh, completely sell me. Maybe another trailer will. Uh, next trailer, It Chapter 2. Anybody watch this one? I put it in here. I watched the first It. Yes. Uh, the trailer looks like it's got the grown-up people. The cast is cool. It looks good. So, I mean, if it's more of the same with just a different cast of better actors than those kids. McAvoy, Bill Hader. You got Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Uh, All good actors. So it, it, I haven't seen the first It. This is the second trailer, though, for It 2 that I've seen. That first trailer was awesome. The first trailer is fucking crazy. Was, this one isn't as scary. Yeah, but this is more of the This plot. looks good. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of scary movies, so I don't think it I'll ever watch be it. Scarier. It might be scarier because the, uh, the young kids were involved. And when kids and kids and the horror, that's always like a nice, like, uh, juxtaposition. It works well. Poltergeist, Stranger Things, yeah, that's what yeah. you do. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Skarsgård as Pennywise just looks fucking frightening and amazing. Like, yeah. Uh, the music. I think good. I would the like it, but great. I do. Yeah. The, yeah. No, the, this movies are huge, very popular, and they're very good. Uh, okay, then there was a Terminator Dark Fate panel where you had Linda Hamilton first time at San Diego. Arnold Did Schwarzenegger. See- yeah. Did you see Eddie Furlong? I'm, you're burying the lead. I know. Here. This, What's the, the lead, Ruggs? Eddie Furlong oh, is back to John shit. Connor. Holy <laughs> shit. This is what I wasn't sure of. And then when they revealed that, I was like. Did you see him, though? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think he was there because. Did anybody see what he looks no, like? No, because what happened was James Cameron, via satellite from filming Avatar, just mentioned Eddie Furlong is back. Like, it's a throwaway line. He wasn't actually there. Every, everyone from the. OG is back. 
Holy shit, the three of them. But if you look up photos of Eddie Furlong, we'll get into Eddie what he's been doing in a minute. Oh, shit. Uh, it's, uh, it's a little crazy. But they showed the trailer, a new trailer for fans. It'll probably get released soon. The movie is officially rated R, which I'll give them points for that because a Terminator movie, just like Aliens, Predator, should be rated R. Uh, Arnold is playing the T-800, who has decided to stay there and try to live as a normal life, and his name is Carl. Oh, shit. Carl! Carl! Carl. The, the new one? Yeah, uh, yes, Arnold in this movie. I thought that's, I thought you meant the eight, new T-800 as in, no, this is not uh, the, uh, a different Terminator. No, this it's is Carl. The Carl is the name of the Terminator, the T-800 Arnold Schwarzenegger is uh. playing. Which I don't understand where he came from. If you're following directly after Terminator Two, well, maybe they go back in time. Yeah, and send him save back him. again. Right. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, the biggest reveal: Eddie Furlong back as John I don't know. Connor. If James Cameron has anything to do with this, he's captured Edward Furlong and <laughs> put him on a Peloton bike. Yes, and like tied his feet <laughs> to this it. Fucker and in just, shape. Yeah. And just started pumping him full of so steroids. So Cameron said he came back to produce because Arnold was involved, and and Arnold said he came back because Cameron's involved. So he's going to be. Like, they, wasn't Arnold involved in the last? Well, two or three. Yeah, and Cameron. Uh, and Cameron said, ta- he, yeah. wasn't Cameron yes. the one that said the last one was awesome? <laughs> he was fully behind Genesis. Here's the thing, and lying. Yeah, they've fooled me now three times. With yeah, Terminator, well, they fool right? you again with Terminator. Guess what? Yeah. I, I heard the news Eddie Furlong is back. Yes. The little kid in me goes, I'm back, baby. Yes. I'm in. I love Terminator 2. <laughs> if we're bringing back the Eddie Furlong and uh, Arnie and what's her name? Melissa. Uh, not Melissa. Sarah Hamilton. Sarah oh, Connor. A, Linda, Sarah Con- Lin- no, Linda Hamilton. Linda Jesus Hamilton and Sarah Connor. Yes. I, you know what? I'm back, baby. This is 1992 again. Terminator is back. Oh, so you're on board now. I'm on board. <laughs> So, they fooled me through. I remember the last time we talked about yes, this, I was like yes. shitting all over it. Yeah. Um, now I'm back. With just, no, we're, all it took dude, was it, Eddie Furlong. It's going to be terrible. But <laughs> we're, all, we're all like hoping that it's not. Yes. We're yes. just all hoping Absolutely. that I don't think it can be the movie. From we what I've seen, it it's not the movie. That, from Just because that they have like this whole other storyline <laughs> with this other girl. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, okay, it's it's probably not going to be. The movie that we want mm. to see, the real, I mean, the movie that we want to see is no movie. Yeah. There is no more There's movie. no yeah. more movies being yeah. made. That's the movie that we all want to see. Uh, the, the story's over. Yeah. But they're doing it. They got all these, they got all these guys. They, uh, you know, they got them out of bed. They made them <laughs> I mean, take a Geritol. Take a shower. You know, oh, yeah. long looking Put like, some baby powder they on. They got them out of rehab. So concerning the time, they also talked about can, that. Can they age them? Can they age at least Eddie Furlong back Ed, 20 years? A, age 25 years. Yeah, yeah, they might need some de Hey, listen, Sarah Connor, the last time I saw her, she looked like horrid. Linda and Hamilton? You yeah. Mean her? Yes, Sarah yeah. Connor. Linda, and the way that they she presented her... <laughs> The way the way that they presented her in this movie, she looks like like more badass than I I thought she would. That's true. She's badass so, in T two man, and she yeah she looks that badass. Movie was, so, what twenty seven years ago? Nineteen ninety one. Yes. What was she in that I saw her in, and I was just like, whoa, is that crazy? Linda uh, Hamilton. Lin- Let's see. Well, she was in Beauty and the Beast back in the day in her prime. Uh, well, but, he's talking about what he's recently. recently. I saw her in something. I don't know. She's probably some cable TV show. I, I think it was a cable TV show. Defiance. Defiance. Yeah. Yes. Oh, this, this, this she was in Defiance. Mm. 
and uh, she looked horrible. <laughs> she looks, um, yeah. looks pretty good. Look, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't have much to say other than I'm back because Eddie Furlong is Eddie back. Eddie Furlong is what it took. I'm excited for the continuation. Has he been in movies since Here's, American okay. History X? Yes. Here's. Here's Eddie, what Eddie Farlong's been up to. He did Pet Cemetery 2 in 92 after t- Terminator. Uh, the big one was American oh, History S, Detroit Rock City. He was also in that. And then he's done a lot of movies that you have not heard of. Some TV. Uh, and then there's also been some domestic abuse uh, in there. So he's been in and out of jail let's, in let's, the early 2000s. Let's just 2000s. cover all that up. Uh, yes. Let's forget about all that. <laughs> that he was a theme park. Someone, someone brings that up. They'll take him out of the movie real quick. Yeah. Early 2000s, he uh, was starting to get accused of domestic violence by his estranged wife. Got a restraining order. He he was arrested multiple times. Suspicion of both felony Yikes. and misdemeanor domestic abuse. 2012, 2013. She alleges in court documents that their baby son tested positive for cocaine. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. shit. And if Ooh. you Google his picture, there's a couple of them where he just does. He looks like a mess. He looks like he got out of drug rehab. So, I don't know if he's got a shit this together now. I don't think this is the movie that revives him. <laughs> no, you don't think this is the big... John, I, think, I think he this, thinks so. This isn't the Pulp Fiction I think John hopes so, movie right? moment for Eddie Furlong. God. He'll be a Robert know, Downey man. Jr. moment? Yeah, the Robert Downey Jr. Exactly. How old is he? He's, uh, <laughs> he's one year older. 41 years old. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, one oh, year younger. Fuck, he's old. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I just really? remember... He's 41? Yeah, he's born yeah. in 77. He's one year younger than All right, than so that's I. a picture of Linda Hamilton in Defiance. How bad she does not does look she bad look? at... Oh, my God. Okay. She doesn't look like a bad... Oh, that's fuck. Linda Hamilton? <laughs> yeah. She looks totally... Different. That's not her. That's like her twin sister. Wow. She looks totally different there. I just saw like her gremlin. in that. Yeah. So you, you know that James Cameron had something to do with that. Well, they were married. They were married yeah, for many years. Yeah, he showed up and like, listen. Yeah. We're going to get so, you looking like so you could kick some ass. So Eddie Furlong is in Dark Fate. Yes. How long he's going to be in this movie, whether he dies right away, I don't know. But as John Connor, as a 40-year-old John Connor. I mean, the, the, uh, the thing I read that, you, that does make sense is every movie, if they go back into the past, it changes the future. So they can literally just retcon all the bad movies by going back into the past. Well, this again. is what they, they, they talk about the, uh, the t- in the Terminator universe. There's only one timeline. If you change something in the past, rolls forward, changes something in the future. So he said this, this will be go back to the consequences of destroying Cyberdyne to begin mm-hmm. with. Still... Always about the consequences of destroying Cyberdyne, Cyberdyne unit systems. Yeah, I mean they've been going back to the well of a sequel to Part Two for a bit now. I need Uzi nine millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all your clothes. Give me all clothes. <laughs> I'm back. Uh, I'm back all right, if, that, if Eddie Furlong's got Anthony back, that's great. I'm, I I want a good Terminator movie. Fat Eddie Furlong. Fat, yeah. Actually, uh, the best line uh, was Jose Ibarra on our Facebook group. He wins. He said he's going to be the fat Thor of this movie. Yeah. I was like, you nailed it. That is line of That's the week. Great. That's exactly. You're going to just roll with him? Just roll around. <laughs> what are the chances they, they can make Eddie Furlong cool? Maybe we'll get a cool Terminator you think movie. Can, That's the bet that I'm Probably trying to roll. Like, when we see a picture of Eddie Furlong in this movie. Are we going to be like, oh shit, yeah, he got his shit together? Yeah, Imran, know. how old were you in what, 92? Uh, I was maybe like 15. 91, you're 15. So when you yeah. saw Eddie Furlong yeah. in that movie, did you think he was a cool character? 
Was that was that cool back then? He kind of. I was like this. So I'm literally a year with the long bangs, but like to him. the side. Yes, he was the cool street kid. Here's That's the cool. thing about him: he was Cameron. Everybody's he, cool. I thought no. I thought he was a badass because like he talked back to his fucking mom, his parent, parental units, and went to play video but games. He, rode he a little rode bike. A dirt bike. He rode yeah. a dirt bike. But he wasn't even an actor. They literally found him like at a pool and just said that him. You're going to be so I don't even think he wanted this life. They they just like by looks, they were like, that's who we need. And they got him in the movie. Who's going to say no to doing a movie? With Arnold Schwarzenegger? He's such early 90s. It's incredible. It's early. It is early 90s. Cool. Absolutely. Yes. I wish I had a dirt bike. That was always cool. I don't know I, if he's going to be as cool around with Danny Cooksey on Danny his back. Danny Cooksey, Budnick from Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, he's a, he's on a trajectory to me. I mean. He's on the path to really uncool, so hopefully this helps him out. God, yes. I hope uh, he can get his shit like, Not together. only uh, domestic violence, but just how he looks. Eddie Furlong, this clip is for you. Well, then get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. Bitches. Yeah, man. Uh, okay. This is your shot. This is your shot to come back. This is your John Travolta Pulp Fiction moment. We'll give you one shot, you dude. One shot. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Next trailer I thought was kind of cool was the trailer for Star Trek Picard. I got a huge geek board. Did you for really? Star Trek this is uh, the series picking up with Picard now, and Data is in it, and Jonathan Frakes, and uh, Deanna Troy, and Jerry Ryan, Seven of Nine. Holy shit. All of these old fucks. I will watch them because Star Trek is not about, like, you know, action and shit, really. It's really about, like, acting. A lot of the time it's about like telling a story through like uh, your your actions and, and how you react to things and situations and, you know, keeping a cool head and always trusting in people. And that's what Star Trek's all about. Especially the next generation. It was uh, it yeah. was more. It was, it was not very cerebral. Yeah, it was very smart, very and not much action. So and uh, Patrick Stewart, I mean, he looks older, but he looks dude. He, <laughs> the dude is like ancient, yes. but like he's still fucking. Patrick Stewart, he still has that gravitas. He still has that like ability to like even make you feel like even when he says something like this fucking guy is so wise. Yeah, he shows up and he's still fucking Picard. That's for sure. Yeah. There's like a Borg square ship in here. So maybe the Borg yeah. are in this. But uh, Jerry Ryan, I always had a huge crush on her. Yeah. The seven of nine. Hottest. Was she a Borg? What was seven of nine? Robot? She was half Borg. She's half yeah. Borg. Oh my god, sexiest half Borg ever. But um, she's a sexy how alien old is she in now? Battlestar Galactica. The blonde. She was a sexy alien. How old is Jerry Ryan? Jerry now? Ryan. Is she older. Oh, she was hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she was married to an Illinois congressman, and there was like a whole scandal or some shit. I don't know. She looked good in the thing. She's not as old as mm. Linda Hamilton. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> is she fifty uh, or is she forty something? Sure. Jerry Ryan is. Uh, fifty-one. Holy shitballs! Fifty-one, but you know what? She still, she still looks good. Interesting. Okay, now rolling into a bunch. You know who still looks good? That's old. Who's that? Selma Hayek on stage. Oh, good. she did look amazing. She's fifty-two She's years old. She's fifty-two. Yeah, 51 wow. 52, yeah. Oh, fifty-two. Yeah. Oh shit. She looked pretty good. Angelina Jolie is still pretty attractive too. I thought. Yeah, but she's young. She's like oh, she's uh, your age. Oh, she's forty. Yeah, she's right. Forties. Low early forties. Selma Hayek is in the fifties now. Yeah, she looked good. Sorry. Uh, I'm talking about old hot women. Old hot. Yeah. There's. There, That's a good subject. Not Linda there. Hamilton. <laughs> 
You remember in, in, uh, Linda Hamilton. King yeah. Kong 2, Lyndall Hamilton shows her boobs. Oh, she does? Yeah. King Kong lives or well, escapes. In, Term- in Terminator, she well, maybe, shows her oh, boobs. Oh, that's Terminators. And, and King Kong 2. In the first Terminator, she shows her boobs, yes. And King Kong 2, yeah. And King Kong. Kong huh? Whatever it's called, escapes or lives or whatever. The second one of the remakes. The second one, it was the sequel to the remake from the 70s. With the Jeff Bridges? With, with, the, with the female King Kong. Oh, I don't even know. I never even saw that I don't that even know movie. about this Dude, movie. That movie's awful. But it's uh, also geez, very entertaining. There's, there's a, a baby King Kong in it. There's a female King Kong and a Sarah baby Ham- King Sarah Kong. Lin- or Linda Hamilton is in it. Yes. I've seen it multiple times. I rented it. It's worth it for her oh my God. alone. I loved, I loved I'm curious giant to monster see movies. It. Yeah. <laughs> curious to see it, but I know it's going to be terrible. Kong has a... He gets resuscitated because he has. They give him a, a heart transplant. It's a mechanical heart. Oh shit! It's a giant mechanical. And he's mechanic Kong. Yeah, kind of. It's but but he's, he's still a regular King Kong, just with a mechanical heart. He's Cyber Kong. Interesting. They and then he's like, like against the military. Yeah, it's it's an interesting movie. I had no idea this movie exists. That's yeah, deep. Man. That's a deep Kong. King cut. Kong Lives, released in 1986. 86. King Kong Lives. No, no. How shitty no, is that movie? No. I gotta. I almost. <laughs> want to punish myself or want to watch it. I think it's one of the worst rated movies. It's a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Have, holy oh my shit. god, should I watch that? I'll bet we might have to <laughs> oh do a what god. the fuck. It was nominated for King a Razzie Kong. Award of Worst Visual Effects. Oh, is it? Uh, you're, it's a real piece of shit. It's worse than it's Power, really bad, worse it, than Power it, Rangers. As a kid, yeah. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, but you like Power Rangers. And exactly. that was a fucking. <laughs> I couldn't watch that. I, <laughs> I also liked that as a kid. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, Holy shit! There's one part in the movie where uh, I don't know how he got on this, but he it gets <laughs> gets like super violent. He's there's these like hick backwoods hicks that have are like torturing him or like making fun of him. So he like takes one and rips him in half on screen. Ooh, wow! Yeah, oh, it's fuck real you, fucking man. It's a PG-13 movie. Damn! No, it's not PG. It's PG-13. King is Kong. It? Yeah. Yeah, but 80s PG-13 is yes, like a like Howard the Duck is a kids movie. If you, it's not a kids movie, but that's yeah. supposed to be a okay. kids movie. Huh. Uh wow! All right, so we talked about Star okay, Trek. Okay, Hamilton. Anyways, but back to King Kong look, lives. King Kong no, lives. This. Has nothing to do with San Diego. <laughs> Here's a bunch of trailers that are all kind of vying to be the next Game of Thrones for Netflix or HBO, whoever. Some of them I like. Some of them I was like, eh. Let's start with Henry Cavill as The Witcher on Netflix. Uh, have you ever played the game? I have not. I know this is based off a game and a series it's, of books. It's actually yeah, books, and then the books. Got translated to a game. So this is going to be and based on the books. Making a movie, but yeah, uh, they, making a series. Sorry. Dude, the hot, the fantasy, the costumes, the action in this looks pretty dope. Like this, this is. I will check this out on Netflix. It looks cool. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I didn't see what the happens? trailer. Sorry. Uh, you got uh, Henry Cavill in a white with some white long flowing I mean, hair. Netflix and a sword. It's very Game of Thrones. This is what you do here. You you try and compare two like things together. Yeah. You got Game of Thrones, and then you got this, right? They're two like things, but I think when Game of Thrones first came out, the bu- budget wasn't quite there. Right. I mean, they didn't know how exactly how to use it. Yeah. Um. So, but eventually, it became something. So this could become something. Uh, great. Oh, I think after if you if you had only seen I think right now, looking at it, it looks a little chintzy. I don't know. There's a cool spider creature coming out of the box. Yeah, that looks okay. But even Game of Thrones, if you think about it, if you just watched the first season and you didn't have the other seasons, there, you, right. you wouldn't really think like, oh, this show is going to be huge. Like, well, I don't think you would have been able to guess that at the time. Yeah, Unless you I read know, the books. But, like, 
But now that we are in this world where right. we have, right. I'm going to jump right to Westworld season three. Yes, let's talk about Westworld that season three. Well, so fucking epic. Yes, I love Westworld. Um, the last season was kind of like weird, and it kind of like took it a couple of steps back. But this looks like it can bring it right up back because like the whole entire thing of Westworld, it takes place inside Westworld. And now we're outside of Westworld, and that's fucking interesting. The hosts have become sentient. They've escaped. And now you're in this futuristic world, which is like giving me, like, I love futuristic shit. I love futuristic sci fi. I, le- I love but the But at fact the same time, they are in World War II Germany for some reason. Yeah, there's definitely, they're hopping to different worlds. What the fuck but- is going on? But uh, you have Aaron Paul, Jesse Pinkman in this, and it's the trailer is super confusing, but I guess that's what you're saying is what's happening is. The, you know, uh, Dolores and the hosts are out in May and they got to go and find them. And uh, Jeffrey Wright's character. It could be interesting. Yeah. It's, I feel like it, it's going to take the show to a whole different level. So like the, and this is. We're out of that. We're out of that part. This is where you start to see a show, third season, that it's going to be bigger than it is. You know, could this, this be. This is going to be the make or break season of for, it. For, for Westworld. This could, either, this could either take it to like Game of Thrones level. Or it could completely fizzle out and, sh- and like it, it's done. Like this could end at this season. This could be the last season if it doesn't do. If well. it doesn't do well, interesting. I'm uh, yeah. It's a it's a pretty crazy trailer. Could this be the next Game of Thrones? HBO also has another fantasy show coming out called His Dark Materials. It's about a guy hiding his porn. Well, I, is that what it is? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> Anybody seen my penthouse letters for him? Uh, you don't have to hide your porn anymore. Based on fantasy books, you got James McAvoy, Daphne Keene, who played X-23. This does nothing the, the for the movie. Me. And then there's a polar bear with armor. I'll agree, Rugs. It's the Golden this, Compass. We, it it's is. It's a movie that I saw that I thought sucked. It's like Chronicles it's of Narnia, Golden Compass kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I The fucking polar bear with armor was like the only cool thing. It comes in at the end. But this is another one where I feel like you have to spend a lot of time. Uh, with these characters, I, I, eh, I don't I know. Don't, this I one, don't see it being high on my list yeah. of things to watch. Then what about this one? We got our first trailer for Watchmen. I saw this. Yes, based on Watchmen. Uh, where, where is this? Is this like after? Is it in? Th- I think this what's is the timeline. Present. This? this is time? This is like years after that whole thing happened. Because Jeremy Irons is an older Ozymandias. Yes, ah, so yes. that's what I thought. Yeah, so, so you were wrong, Imran. What? Wait. Oh, it's present time, like now. Now. It's okay. after the movie. It the, takes place in 1985, the original Watchmen, right? I felt like there were some references to like, still 80s stuff I saw in there. Well, there Maybe seems not. to be like flashbacks to like, the Minutemen. It could be a flashback. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but the rest of it seems contemporary if you look at the, the costumes and the sets. Uh, you know, the Rorschach is well, definitely let, dead. Let me, let me jump in here yeah. since I didn't say anything for the last couple because I didn't watch the trailers. Yes. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Way to be prepared. Right? Um <laughs> You know, I watched it on like Birth Movies Death, which is a site I like, and they were all over the moon for it. I wasn't all that like crazy about it, but I am a little bit intrigued. I'm not intrigued enough though to buy HBO just yet. So it's one of those where you guys would have to be like, "This is really fucking mm. good for me to come." I back would here. rather that you watch Westworld than that. Than, uh, that's, than still, that's still HBO. Yeah. It's still HBO. Westworld but, is crazy, but Westworld's crazier. I will well, watch yeah, that I haven't think, seen. Yeah, listen, we don't know. I can't really recommend hard uh give you a hard recommend on westworld yet because this third season could either make it terrible or right. to make it great right. like this is the 
Like it, the show is on the cusp of being great. Like it could go really bad. So I got to wait and see what happens. But it, Westworld's definitely one to watch. But um, Watchmen, I don't know. I'm not really if I'm sure. even interested. I'm in not it. really sure what this is about. Still, even after watching the trailer, like I don't. Mm, like I don't want to watch a bunch of hicks wearing Rorschach masks. <laughs> I don't want to watch a cop. With a mustache who covers his face with a mirror mask. Well, I like that. I like how they explained the yellow masks uh, in the trailer. What do they say? They were like people were. The cops are taking the law into their own hands, right? And then they're oh, using the they yellow masks to hide their identity. Well, yeah, so that they won't be targeted afterwards. Right. So they kind of yes. the cops well, become kind of mask vigilantes. What what they'd have to do to make it interesting for me is what made at least for my opinion what made Watchmen interesting was not necessarily all the how they looked or what their character was like, but more or less like the deeper themes that they explore. So if they can take like some modern stuff that's going on in society now incorporated into that universe, then that might be a little bit more interesting. I mean, you have mentions of Dr. Manhattan. You see the fucking owl ship is in there. Nash bridges is in this. There is a, there is a night owl in there. Yeah. There for a brief second. You see the costume and it seems like they're holding back on the Dr. Man. Like eventually he'll be revealed. Oh, that yeah. seemed like there are a few t- like he's At on the Mars. End, he yeah. picks up he picks up the mask. Yeah, I yeah. think it's Doctor. I like the Nixon statue. I don't know. I really don't know what to expect. It's Damon Lindelof who gave us know. Lost. Ooh, yeah, you love Lost. So yeah, wow. <laughs> I don't know. So you love how very skeptical. Yeah, so I'm skeptical. But I'm really uh, so skeptical out of too. these. Uh, one of those it could be West. One of these is going to be the big next big thing. I feel, but for HBO, I don't know what their next Game of Thrones for them, what they think it is. Possibly Westworld looks like a lot of money went into season three and these other shows. So, and there was a Harley Quinn uh, trailer for the DCU app, whatever. She's swearing Batman's in it. It's coming out soon. I'll watch it. This is a cartoon swearing cartoon. Other things. If anybody's still watching the walking dead out there. No, (laughs) no season 10. Oh shit. We'll start October 6th. Denai Guerrero, Michonne, is leaving the show. The Rick Grimes movies will be shown in the theaters. Oh, shit. Not on TV. What? Fear the Walking Dead renewed for season six, and then they announced the cast of the yet another spinoff show that follows kids like growing up in the, in the zombie world and what that's like. But I don't know. I'm still watching. I don't care to. The DVR is still set. So. You still watch it? Uh, it gets recorded, and then I watch it. I don't watch Fear the Walking Dead. I'll watch God damn. The Walking Dead, but nobody that you used to like is on the show anymore. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we talked about this last week, ends with the season seven next year. Tiddens will be back mm-hmm. for season two, September 6th, on the DCU app. All right. This, this team in season two will be Robin, Aqualad, Wonder Girl, Hawk and Dove, and then they had looks at Superboy and Crypto. And a death stroke. And you have Jorah Mormont, Ian Glenn from Game of Thrones, playing Bruce Wayne. Tiddens. In Tiddens. You just like saying Tiddens. I like saying Tiddens. Uh, Doom Patrol Season 2 also coming back. And this one will be on HBO Max and the DC Universe app. So it sounds like the DC Universe app is not going anywhere and things will be released or... on both platforms until they decide to kill the DC Universe I was going to say, or they <laughs> phase it into HBO Max. Uh, you know that's or whatever or the WB one. Sorry, that's, HBO Max. That, no, that's what it's called. HBO. You weren't here. We went over this. Oh no, you were oh, here for that one. 
Is that what it's called? HBO Max. I forgot it right. And it's really, the more I think about it, it is surprising how HBO is letting them dilute their name for this streaming service. They're putting everything, like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Friends is now going to be in HBO. They feel like HBO is the strongest brand out of anything they could have titled it. I feel like they're diluting the name a little, though, because... You start putting shitty what do you things think in there. of when you think of Warner Brothers? You think about comic book movies yeah, and like yeah. uh, Bugs Bunny. A lot of yeah, things. I think, think I, of Cartoon, the first thing I thought it was Bugs Bunny. Yeah, Looney Tunes yeah. and and the movies Six Flags. But it's really HBO, HBO Max. I don't know. When you think about HBO, you think about movies, though, not TV. Yeah. Well, some TV. Oh, there's a lot of good Sopranos. You of, yeah, you think of TV, Game of Thrones, but prestige, high end TV. Now, if you're putting all sorts of shit and calling it HBO something, does it dilute the brand? I don't know. Ah, moving on. Your ass is diluted. Oh, I love my ass being what? Yeah. <laughs> being diluted. Lame. Yeah, it's lame. You're lame. CW Arrowverse. Anybody watching these shows anymore? No? No. Didn't think so. We talked about this last week with I the know. girl. Yes. Alex. So this and we, we said we didn't we don't watch Here's these. the craziest thing. They put out new season trailers for all the show and I like I, the first time I didn't even care. I was like Eh, whatever. Oh, I did see one thing that I, I like. Yes, there is you one. Mentioned. Yes, there's a couple We're of interesting liked, things. But the crossover. Crisis on Infinite Earths in November. Brandon Routh as Kingdom Come Superman. Yeah, Brandon Routh set to play a Superman, possibly the Kingdom Come older Superman, as well as having Tyler Hoechlin Superman there also. And then Burt Ward. <laughs> yes, Burt Ward. Batman 66 Robin in it. Yes, Burt Unnecessary. Ward. Unnecessary. The so they're, this is <laughs> Christ. They're going to do a Can thing. Can they put him in the Robin costume? I, uh, does, I hope I it, hope will it fit. If that would be funny. Fucking Burt Ward, who had so much sex in that Robin costume in the 60s, wrote a book about all the girls he was banging as Robin. <laughs> because like apparently, it was unnecessary. Yeah. No, because they, they have, you know, the 90s Barry Allen flash. <laughs> they're going to pull all these people. Like, do you think they're tying Brandon Ruth, Superman Returns, Christopher Reeves, all these things into this? Or it's just going to be like, oh, here's, they should. It's just, just, just go. Goof it doesn't on even it. matter. No, it doesn't that's matter. How, that's how like th- that's how the WB and the CW and all that shit does, is completely pointless. They just throw it in. It there. doesn't True. matter. Yeah. Whatever. They can do anything. Yeah. It won't matter, especially with the, these crossovers. They're, they're just actually, do it. it for the people that complain about Marvel being watering down their stuff with race changes and all the stuff they do. DCWB, as Rug said, really doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yes, they they don't do it. They do whatever the hell they want. They just feel like doing it. And they do it. <laughs> it doesn't matter if anybody likes it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. matter if anybody wants it. It does. They just do it. They can have I mean, fun. They, they take every character in all their TV shows. Yeah. And I was a supporter of their shows before. They literally take every character in all their TV shows and make them some sort of superhero, tangentially connected to some superhero that is in the comics. Yes. But it has right. nothing to do with really it's, who they are. It's kind of like you, you get a kid who's never seen anything before. Like, they've come out of, like, uh, like Siberia or something. <laughs> and then you put him in a toy store and say, play with the toys however you want. <laughs> and you're, he's got a Barbie in pretty one much. hand. Yeah, and he's got true. whatever in the other hand. And he's just making Do up his own shit. That's why and that's what they're doing. Legends of Tomorrow <laughs> is fun because it's, it's Doctor Who Cares. It's not, there's no comic Legends of Tomorrow. But it's just wacky CW <laughs> gloss. Yes. Burt Ward just cracked Burt Ward. Up. And I bet there's going to be more. Like, what, I, what could he play? He's going to be Robin. Oh, my God. They may have Linda Carter, <laughs> Superwoman. They're going to bring in all these old dudes who have played DC characters in this crossover. 
and I, I, when you connect Batman sixty six, it's over. That's right? amazing. No, it's that's, amazing. I mean, it's funny, but it's yes. it's, it's, it's you're, well, Adam you're done. West is dead. You yeah. have to dig him up. You know and then they, they would have had there. the corpse of Adam West if they could. What about the dude Joker that played his pulled a, painted his mustache? She's a Romero. He's dead. also oh, dead. Frank Gorshin, no. I think, is also dead. Everybody's dead. Bert Ward was the youngest one on there, so. That's all they got. Yeah. Left, so. Get <laughs> Burt Ward. There's Fucking no chance Bert. of anybody else being alive. Holy cash, Batman! Burt Ward is. Is he fat too? Like he's really him big. Him and uh, Eddie Furlong probably he's hang Bert out together wide now. <laughs> Burt White. Oh, he's shit. 74 years old. Shit. He's 74. He's, holy shit! He's the young. <laughs> he was the he was youngest, the youngest guy, guy on the show. show. Everybody like, else was. Uh, I would be like at least the, 84. It's like the remaining <laughs> Beetle. Jesus. Oh okay, last thing. <laughs> the Marvel's Avengers game. Uh, I saw some of the demo. Yeah, they said there's going to be lots of character customization and about six minutes of gameplay demo was leaked. Uh, and it looks a lot like the Spider-Man game. Like you're playing in the story. You play as Thor. You go down there. You clear out this bridge. You're smashing shit. You hear the other guys talking. And then it switches to Iron Man. And then you're in the air and you're shooting at things in the air. And then you become the Hulk. Like it looks like a lot of fun. I like the gameplay, so it looked good. But I'm not a I'm not a video game expert. But from what I saw, it looked good. Similar to Spider Man and the yes. Batman stuff. Yeah. I need to see. Ooh, I'm burping. Oh. <laughs> um, I need to see. <laughs> I need to see more of this game. I need to see more. Did you see the, uh, the leaked gameplay footage, Rugs? Um, no, I didn't. It's, it's in there. I'll put it in the show notes. It pretty much shows you the game, and you just fucking. You know, as Thor, you're striking them. They're in the air. They're still in the air. You're still hitting uh, them. I'm still not like these freaking character models. No, they look uh, they still look lame. Well, just like generic Avengers or something. They so look, yeah, they're so like not good. They're just a little bit off, but the gameplay uh, looks fun. Other than that, Anthony, I'll, I'll get here. the game. You come Thor over, shit. play it. Yeah, I mean, whoa, that's pretty legit. Yeah, the he, animation. Yeah, just the character design sucks. The character design sucks, but the gameplay and the actual action looks good. You can call. The, the hammer. Yeah. Oh, you squint stuff. your eyes. It looks all right. <laughs> it almost looks like Chris Hemsworth. Nice. Okay. That's yeah. all the news from San Diego. Let's find out what the nation thought with news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> Oh, it's a wet one. <laughs> that was a wet one. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. It's, fart noises are always funny. Come on. Farts are always funny. Always funny. Super what? shout out to Blake. You know Brayden. why farts smell? Why? Why? So deaf people can enjoy oh, it too. <laughs> Not funny. This is going great. <laughs> All right, that's an old joke from like somebody <laughs> I don't remember. Joke. Yeah, uh, it's an old dad joke. I enjoy good dad jokes. Shout out to Blake Braden for providing the live updates in our Facebook group, Jock and Nerd Nation. Oh yeah, shout out to Blake right? Braden. How he, awesome he was, was that? He was actually I was basing a lot of the my reveals or uh, my messages to you guys off of him. That's why you have to join the Facebook group, listener. You get. I, Breaking news first. I was in a text group chat with my friends, and one of my friends was trying to break the news, and then Chris Satello, who's been on the show and is part of the the, the nation, mm-hmm. said Blake Braden is doing a live tweet right or live 
um, news break on your group. That's great. Like, Holy shit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, pulling it right. It just makes things easy. He so, did a great job. I'm going to uh, read Blake's uh, overall thoughts on all the announcements because he did such a great job. Blake, thank you. Blake says, number one, I've got a huge geek boner, geek boner. for this animated What If series. That plus having so many of the MCU actors voice their roles will be incredible. Number two, I've never been a really big Natalie Portman fan. I did like her in V for Vendetta and Black Swan and hope it was just poorly written movies for Star Wars and Thor 1 and 2. I think that's the case. She is a great actress, and those are two good movies for her. So it's going to be in the writing. Great. Very good. She's good, but it it is the material. It's the material. The Star Wars material was just horrible. You know, number three, he says, very excited about the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Here's someone who's excited for it well, also. Good for you. Me, not so much. Uh, number four, I'm over Terminator movies. I don't care Everybody who is, is directing or producing. Oh, fuck you, Blake. Oh, Blake, Anthony's back in, though. Eddie Furlong. We got Eddie a Furlong, fat, though. junkie Eddie Furlong that's been in yeah. jail. It may make him bring him back around. Number five, Mahershala Ali as Blade is a difference maker. Not only for the present, but the future. As Snipes is 57, a known and persistent bad attitude on sets. And Ali is 45, much better actor, backs it up, already playing a fantastic badass in Luke Cage season one. And also, Mahershala Ali plays the piano and the keyboards. Like, that's him playing in the movie, Green Book, and in Luke Cage. Super talented, dude. My favorite Wesley Snipes movie is when he's the bad guy in Demolition, man. Oh, that's really good. I like Passenger 57. That's not bad. It's a really bad, fun 90s action movie. Was he? I go Blade first, oh, then I'll take that Blade one. Was he in the first 48 hours? No. Or 48 hours? No. Was that a different black guy? That was Eddie Murphy. Fuck. <laughs> that was Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Anthony, how dare you? How what was dare he in? you do this to us? Wasn't uh, he in some other 80s? He was in, uh, you are thinking of... Uh, not Passenger no, 57? I'm not, think, I'm not thinking. He was in White Man Can't Jump. White Man Can't oh, yeah, Jump yeah, was yeah. huge for him. Yes, with Woody Harrelson. Major League. Oh, he was in Major League? Yeah, he was the one of the... Willie Mays Hayes. Jungle US Fever, Marshals. also New Jack... Oh, New Jack City, Nino Brown? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's a great role. That's a great fucking movie. I forgot about New Jack City. He's... Money Train is not a bad movie. I saw Have Money you seen Train. Money Train? It's not bad. Woody Harrelson yes. in... What's and I think he played, he played after Blade, though. He kind of <laughs> went direct to video. He plays a drag queen in Tu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Oh, I bet. Murder correct. at 1600, U.S. Marshals. And then after Blade, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then number six, Blake says, I'm all in for Star Trek Picard with Data and Seven of Nine. Here's the thing. I'm really excited for that show. I don't think it's going to make me pay for CBS All Access, though. I'm not paying for oh. it. I'll just rugs you paying for it. Watch it anyway. I watch it anyway. Oh, I can just watch it anyway. I but they're also they're gonna make like a a, a like kind of like an Orville, but actually in the Star Trek universe. Did you see that? It's like a thirty minute comedy, and then Star Trek. There's no point in making that. And then Star Trek Discovery, the next season, jumps ahead a thousand years in the future or something. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. Uh. Uh, John Bellotti comment on Thor Love and Thunder. He says, it's interesting that they are adapting elements of a poorly received comic book story when Jane takes over as Thor. This movie had my interest the other day when it was announced until I found this out. My hope that they were going to go with the as Guardians of the Galaxy story, possibly bring in Beta Ray Bill, a much more popular iteration of Thor. Call this a classic case of expectation meeting reality. My hope is that the movie is good enough to win me over. 
I think it's going to be... Uh, I, I think like the, um, the Jane as Thor, though, did really well, actually. It's comic book sales it is. Jason Aaron, uh, everything he writes is is really I'm good. Not, I'm saying that even sales-wise. Yes. They, oh, yes, spiked, you did. Yeah. It might have sold more than uh, regular Thor, yeah. Mighty Thor. I mean, at this point, though, com- a, a lot of comic book sales is like 50,000 sales. So right. You sell, it's not like a well, huge number, but... If you sell 200,000 of an issue, that's huge. They're I mean, like top five. Yeah, and that's yeah. like not a lot. They used to be millions right. back in the 40s, back in the 90s. Uh, John Bellotti also has uh, thoughts on Brandon Ruth Superman. I have waited my entire adult life for a big screen adaptation of my favorite mainstream graphic novel. And this is what I get. Uh, I don't watch the CW shows, but this has me curious. He's talking about Kingdom, Kingdom Come. Come, which is probably like one of the best DC graphic novels uh, that you can read. Alex Ross. Alex Ross. Best drawn, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all taking place in the near future with older older heroes. So Brandon Ruth will have some like white hair. But I bet. I just want to know what Burt Ward is doing. Oh, my God. Burt Ward's going to be like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> holy something, Batman. How did I get here? How can he? He can't play Robin at 75. I don't know what they're going to do with him. <laughs> I don't know why that cracks me up so much. Him as Robin Burt at 75 Ward. years old. That would be hilarious. Uh, and then more John Bellotti Jr. Tony Lung as the Mandarin. Fuck me hard. That guy is a Hong Kong action movie legend. Infernal Affairs bullet in the head. That's the best Marvel news I heard from this panel. Both of those movies are great. I've never seen those. Infernal Affairs bullet in the head. Infernal Affairs this. is good. I, I do. I forgot to comment. The Departed on, is based on that. One comment on Shang-Chi. Yeah. The, they... I mean, who knows what the direction of the story is, but I would assume it'd be a kung fu movie. And if they do 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 that, hopefully they actually study some good fight choreography and make this up there because this is what we asked for with the Iron Fist, and we oh, got but this is, very subpar these action. Are, these are not the same people involved, <laughs> and you better yeah, believe no, they're going to bring like proper kung fu. I mean, the only thing is the directors never done any kung fu movies oh he hasn't he, he is chinese but he hasn't done he's doing done like drama i mean the, the chinese movie market is going to be looking very carefully this like this should be like their huge big hit over there or oh, should if, it if they don't bring their a game yeah. with the kung fu or whatever they use yeah. i don't know what they would change you think this movie but... would play big in china because it seems like the stuff that oh you might reject it's it if the, it's bad there i mean we can cry about you know diversity but they're making this so that china gets on board i would assume but like they, 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 they look they looked at this and they didn't go we need to include an asian guy it yeah. was more like china's fucking emerging we need to get this we need to do something catered towards them another uh, interesting bit about shang chi is it was the one of the properties that they put up for collateral in the very beginning to get the funding for iron man they put up like 10 characters uh, and Shang-Chi was Shang-Chi. one of them, meaning were they thinking about Shang-Chi since the beginning and just waiting? I don't know. Uh, I have split comments about Blade. Jamie Robinson, who is Mr. Throwback Thursday for the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. Mahershala Ali is Blade. Sign me the fuck up right now. And then I got Michael Tchaikovsky of TheVampireRobots.com. This is a bummer. All due respect to Mahershala Ali, but I really wanted to see Snipes as Blade one more time. We may still... Uh, but just today, I think Wesley Snipes made this comment 
publicly. He said, quote, to all the daywalkers losing their minds right now, chillax. Although such such an early 2000s thing. He's still sucking the 2000s. Although the news comes as a surprise, it's all good. Such as the business of entertainment. Much peace to the MCU crew. Always a fan. Honor and respect to the Grandmaster Stan. Congratulations and salam to Mahershala Ali, a beautiful and talented artist whose expressions I look forward to experiencing for many years to come. Anyway, is, is, is he Muslim? I think so, because then it continues. <laughs> Inshallah, we will someday work together. What the oh, fuck? Shit. Uh, most importantly, to my loyal fans, the incredible outpouring of love is overwhelming. I am grateful for the never-ending support. So nah, fret, nah, worry. It's not the end of the story. Welcome to the Daywalker click. Oh, okay, the biggest thing out of this is I wait, think wait, wait. Wesley Snipes is Muslim. He is. I'm looking Holy at his fuck. When did this happen? Wikipedia. He was raised as a Christian and, well, okay. Raised as a Christian, uh-huh. converted to Islam in 1978. Holy shit. But left Islam oh. in 1988. Oh. That's all I got on Wikipedia. And then he, so. it doesn't say when he came back. Doesn't say. But 19... it looks like he's inshallah. He's... Inshallah means God willing in Arabic. And he said, yeah. Salam, Maharshala Ali may also be. Is Maharshala Ali? Is he Muslim? Because that's a very Muslim name. Uh, oh. Mar- he was. Let's not forget, Wesley Snipes was in the Michael Jackson bad video in he 1987. Holy shit. Wesley, Wesley Pipes. An Ahmadi Muslim. I don't know what that means. Oh, he's an Ahmadi. It's a different sect mm. of, uh, of a Muslim. Hmm. The Ahmadis. Wow. Okay, I just learned. I did not know Wesley Snipes was Muslim. Good for him. Another fellow Muslim. Wesley Snipes, also a domestic abuser. And tax evader. I don't know right? why am I laughing about tax. that. nothing sorry. funny about that, Anthony. That's not funny. But didn't wasn't he also a tax evader, I think? Yeah, tax evader. Yeah. Also, first Comic-Con without Stan Lee. Our heroes always Stan disappoint Lee. us. Yeah, never meet them. Uh, no. Trace Harare says Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is going to be partially a horror film, and I'm so pumped for it. Dylan McCandless, we know we're getting more Spider-Man, more Black Panther, Guardians 3 in the future. This slate only covers the next two years. What I like about it is they're balancing characters we already know and love and introducing new arrivals. Uh, Absolutely. And of course, again, Jose Barra with the line of the day. Eddie Furlong is going to be the fat Thor of this movie. Still gets points for that. Good stuff. He wins everyone. Today. So uh, clearly, Marvel won San Diego. There was no other. There wasn't a lot of competition. Competing, but, but really, yeah. Compared to past years, Anthony, but uh, did this thing uh, deliver, or was it uh, not as uh, hyped, not as big as you were hoping? Uh, it's kind I mean, the of the biggest a thing they ever thing. did was it's the biggest thing they ever did was when they did that random day where they announced phase three with Civil War and Avengers Infinity War Part One and Two. That was great. Uh, this was good. I mean, like I said, it's one, it's it's their experiment phase. It so is. We'll, we'll see. It we'll is. see where it goes. They're trying the 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 TV stuff. They're trying a couple new characters. They're they're moving some characters in a different direction. So we'll see. Rugs, do you see this as risky moves? Are they still playing it safe? Did this seem lackluster to you, or were you uh, yeah. pumped? That's a good word, lackluster. I kind of felt like uh, it was okay. I want. I don't want to say lackluster, but the word kept popping up. I I think that I don't know. I think it, they're going to have a lot of trouble getting like for like Black Widow, for example. You're gonna have trouble with her 
getting her to be like on that level of like a Captain Marvel or a Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's too little too late. And then Scarlett Johansson has gotten in hot water with a lot of people about playing transgender people and playing Asian mm, people mm, and all that. Other yeah. stuff. So she, her cachet has gone down a little bit. So that's going to be underwhelming. And then you have a bunch of other movies that no one really knows about or nobody really cares about other than a few uh, that's more of the same. So there's nothing really exciting. There's no like character that we've been wanting to see that is being brought to life. Um, this is good for them because they get to do whatever they want in a lot of ways. Right. And there's not going to be that like argument of disappointment. Now, this is what I think is going to happen. That the quote unquote, I'm doing finger quotes in the air. <laughs> okay. Right now, fans yes. are going to now start researching everything and then they're going to argue about bullshit yeah, anyway. Of course. Uh, because they need they, like this is like argue proof, right? You're like Eternals. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, with them, yeah right? that's a good point. So uh, it's like drama proof, but like it's gonna they're going to eventually get some drama going on this, and then the, they'll use that. Who knows? I mean, who, I think the biggest drama is going to be leading up to the Thor and all the misunderstandings. They're gonna think of some and- kind of thing to sell these movies, whether it's an LGBT character Q, yeah. S whatever yeah. what am LGBTQ am I right LGBTQ yes all right character in the Eternals or something like that they're gonna f- drum up some kind of uh, movement behind some of these films I don't know how yet but I mean we'll we'll see the big plan yeah. is unfolding yeah. Yeah. overall the announcement does make me say yeah because it's great to see what's coming now. Well, see. I'm interested to see what they do with some of this. Stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy phase four slate real short. Maybe they'll give us more D23. That's the show. Everyone rugs. Where can the people find you online? You can find me on Twitter, but I'm not really doing much. You're not twittering doing much lately. twittering. I'm kind of like sour on all, on everything right now. Well, he's also in our Facebook group listeners. So join yeah, the Facebook. I'll be there every once in a while. You can find you, he, a link. Really rug boy. Yeah. Tag him. Poke him. Yeah. It was his birthday. According to Facebook. Happy birthday, Rux. Yeah, thank you for all the birthday yes. wishes. <laughs> yeah, it was. Birthday. Facebook said it was his birthday. What? It's his birthday. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I why love that the listeners give, uh, giving him birthday wishes. Very nice. Hey, listen, they get an alert. They just do yeah, it. Yeah, it says his birthday. Happy birthday. There you go. That's how I remember. Show notes for this episode, joggingnerd.com slash 285. We'll have links to everything we talked about, how, the links to our Facebook group, how to support the show, how to subscribe, how to get in touch. Uh, Follow us on all the social medias. And if you like the show, tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. I think I broke a record for how many things I could shit on in one show. All of them. <laughs> Fuck that show. Yeah. <laughs> like, completely underwhelmed, not excited. Maybe I'm just depressed. Fuck that show. Oh, I don't know. Fuck that show. Chuck and nerd. Cheer up, rugs.